So Lottie, my sister, I thought I had this adjusted. I thought I was ready, <laughs> but I'm not. She 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 goes out of town. Uh-huh. She's gonna hang out with her friends. Fine, do whatever you want. That's cool. And then she she messages me. And she's like, how are you watching the Super Bowl? And I'm like, here, by myself, not with you. Mm, mm. And she's like, oh, man, that sucks. Hey, what's the uh, login for, for the TV? <laughs> and I'm like, I gave it to her because like, uh, I didn't give a shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I said, you can only have you know X amount of users on right. AT&T TV. Which, by the way, AT&T TV sucks. I'm just going to throw that out there. They fucking suck. Unless, that sponsorship. unless they want <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless they don't unless they want to sponsor the show in which case it's awesome lovely company no they they fucking suck man it 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 you know fucking stations are always going out uh uh channels are dece channels are dece yeah but anyway it, it's it a, a quick aside here is there any telecommunications company that's good does anyone ever say wow i love my cable I love my my uh, my cell service. It's so good. Have you ever had? You've used YouTube TV before, right? Sure. Yeah. What'd you think of that? It was good. Yeah, I liked it. That's the only one, honestly, from pe- from peer review uh-huh. that has ever gotten good. Oh, that and PlayStation View. Mm-hmm. I am so Which sick. Is dead, right? That, yeah, yeah, I'm so sick that it took me so long to discover playstation view Mm -hmm. we talked about it ad nauseum on the show but as a recap their advertising on that was awful terrible and they you know everyone thought that you needed to have a PlayStation. you could only watch it on playstation yeah and at the time i was like i don't want to watch all of my tv on i don't want to have to turn my playstation on to watch tv yeah uh you didn't have to do that but they didn't advertise that and once i finally figured that out because i was looking for a good deal for uh nfl red zone and Mm -hmm. they had it a really good deal for it by the time I figured it out, they were like, hey, it's going away. <laughs> <laughs> In a couple months, you might want to uh, figure some things out <laughs> because. Uh, Don't get too comfortable. So I give her the. Uh, so, yeah, YouTube TV. YouTube I wasn't TV. I wasn't considering like YouTube TV. And so Internet stuff. Internet TV stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like not, Spectrum. OK, or yeah. Spec- AT&T, Comcast. Yeah. All, all of those. Yeah. They're all dog shit. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're all dog okay, shit. I just want to confirm because they're they're a dying breed and they know it. And for some reason, they won't get with the times. And by the time that they do, it'll be over. Yeah. It'll be fucking over because these other ones are jumping in. I mean. I've been I, I experiment on and off with sling all the time mm-hmm. until they finally get it right. Sounds like a drug. And the last time, yeah, I got that sling on me, dog. <laughs> the last time I used it, it, it looked pretty good. So sling is up there. I don't want to get into a discussion about all the yeah, yeah. But you continue. have a lot of options to cut the cord. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. And at this point it's not really cutting the cord anymore because of how much you're spending on it used to be this yeah. money saving thing. But anyway. Paramount Plus. Par- oh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what the what? Get what? out of my face! Exactly. What? What? It's Par- enough. The fuck out of here! No. The fuck out of here! Uh, so she she's like, um, I told her, you might not be able to use it because we're all watching shit. And my fucking uncle, he goes upstairs and he watches some like horror movie or whatever. And my mm. mom doesn't want to watch football, so she's in her room watching shit. So it's me and my dad downstairs watching the game. And uh, so sure enough, no, she can't get on because everybody's on. Right. She she messaged me. She met that. She messaged me. Oh yeah 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 yeah. She messaged me me, and she says, "Can you 
like kick somebody off and i'm like what are you out of your fucking mind mm -hmm. like the audacity of this of this person <laughs> to be like just go and she's like can you just see if anybody is on there i'm like i am not gonna go up like i'm not gonna take roll call yeah of who's using the service like you fucked up mm -hmm. okay you went out of town you were last yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> sorry so I had to. I don't know why I had to get that off my chest. I don't know why I was thinking about that. Okay, um, but I just <laughs> needed to say it out loud. I think because I was thinking about the Super Bowl. Okay, because yeah. we didn't or the big game. <laughs> I was thinking about that and kind of giving our thoughts on that. And the first thing that came to my head was like the audacity of this bitch to, to <laughs> message me and think I'm going to kick somebody off this. So anyway, mm -hmm. um. We got to talk about that a little bit. Okay. I don't really care to talk about the game. I don't think people care to listen to that. If, yeah. If, so it's old news. Yeah. So if you've, if you've watched the game, obviously, uh, if, if, you're, if you're even remotely into sports, you know that uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. won the Super Bowl. Uh, and it wasn't competitive. Not at all. Yeah. It, it was a boring. Yeah. It was very disappointing, uh, especially because... The Chiefs are a an offensive powerhouse. Patrick Mahomes is one of the greatest quarterbacks in the game right now, uh, a perennial MVP candidate. And um, you know, anyway, look for that on our other show. Um, <laughs> but I did want to just the the whole presentation about the whole thing, just how, yeah, just yeah, yeah. where we're at mm -hmm. with Super Bowls. Sure. So we'll get into that. Big games. The big, big games, games, you mean. How, uh, where we are with big games. Grande Huegos. Um, and also, when you when everybody's listening to this, it'll be Valentine's Day. So happy Valentine's Day. Aww. And we'll get into that. Mm -hmm. So we've got a lot of stuff on our plate. We've got a lot of stuff on tap. I should redo that. That's better. That's better. <laughs> Bring it back. We got a lot of stuff on tap. That's nice. Especially with all, you know. We'll get into it. Okay. But before we can get in any of that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Obi, we got to get into these beers. So please, if you will, tell the people what we're drinking today. I'm so glad you asked. We have the Prosperity Brewers Green Screen Hazy IPA. Let's see if we have any uh, any content here on the side. We do not. We oh, yet again boom. do not. Uh, but you have a hashtag, Taste Prosperity. Uh, these guys are out of Boca Raton, Florida. I believe I've brought some back uh, long ago, mm -hmm. but happened to be in the area again to check out the cool Japanese garden down there. Right on. Highly recommend it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, definitely a solid brewery that I would uh, recommend if you're in the South FLA area. All right. Well, 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 without further ado, my name is Marco Dupa. The guy that handed me this cold brewski is Adam Obesius Rodriguez. Sup? And this is episode 299 of the One Beer In wow. podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm just gonna fucking.
Can't you taste the haze? Mm-hmm. See, that's there you go, Prosperity. We're just giving them to you. Taste the haze. That's all you got to put on there. Something. Just something. What is the story behind this beer? You know, we used to get annoyed with, uh, like, long, drawn-out, like... You know, one day I was walking in the forest and tripped on a you know, frog. I, I want to be known. You can go too far with it. So I'll, I'll still hold that stance partially. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, it's nice to have a little a little flair, you know, give it to, uh, sell us a story. <clears throat> if not that, then at least give us some description of what we should be looking for here, you know? Yes. Yes. You wouldn't go to a fancy restaurant and, you know, not expect like the, 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 uh, the, <laughs> the maitre d the maitre d mm-hmm. to come over and be like the chef special is the steak au mm-hmm. and it's a uh, shaved butter um crushed garlic mm-hmm. the chef actually dropped it in the kitchen and that gave it a little uh little uh how you say a uh, uh, crunch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and put it back on the fryer and fried it to a crisp that'll be 48 dollars mm-hmm that's what you want you want some kind of give me a reason yeah yeah, yeah. a reason to live. get me excited to have this beer yeah uh i should say it's a 6.5 percent abv i just had to look that up online all right also if you go to prosperity brewing look out for tank you know yes tank. yes yes I'll, I'll i'll put them on yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um tank is a very good boy what'd you think of the the couple of little 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 uh, sparkles i put in last episode great yeah, big fan, big I'm fan. Having, Let's keep that going. I'm having a little, little bit of fun with it. Yeah. Actually, a lot of fun. I was yeah. laughing a lot. So, if you guys usually just listen to the audio, give the videos a shot next time. Yeah, we're just stepping it up, man. I'm telling you guys <clears throat> that it is a, it's not a. Um, the chart is not a. Um, uh, 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 what Ma- Major D. <laughs> the maitre d is not going <laughs> upwards in a it's not a 90 degree angle right it's not uh-huh. th- what what is that a, a, a exponential it's not going up exponentially right, right it's right, going right. up uh it's a steady rise yeah a steady rise in quality mm-hmm. every every we're just putting the pieces together yeah yeah we finally get to a point where it's like you know what the fuck is up the it's little, the one beer in podcast baby the little pod that could yeah <clears throat> we're chugging away so uh Get Speaking of the little 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 pod that could, this is the One Bearing Podcast, the podcast where two brews crack open a brew and we see where that one brew takes us. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, episode two ninety nine, slow creep to that three hundred. I'm gonna pretend like we have something planned for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we do. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Huge, big, huge. huge. So. Look out for that. <laughs> Get excited. That's exciting, right? You got some stuff planned. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> um, yeah. I just, I, I, I was, I was. Uh, let's, let's. I was interested in the, in the, the overall vibe of the big game. Okay. Because it, it seemed to me, and I haven't looked up the numbers of who watched it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it did gangbusters like it does every every year and that just no no question about that but it did kind of feel i don't know kind of Mm -hmm. and maybe that had to do with the quality of the game maybe that had to do with the quality of the broadcast or maybe i don't know maybe i was just personally exhausted 
by the whole thing and like the pomp and circumstance of um the the big game mm-hmm. and everything around it the super bowl fuck you come after me <laughs> please don't threaten them Every- <laughs> we don't want that smoke it, it, everything around it just kind of i don't know was super exhausting and yeah. you know like the idea of um i mean it used to be fun to kind of watch the watch the super bowl commercials and everybody have a good time criticizing the commercials and stuff and um you know the, the halftime show we'll talk about the halftime mm-hmm. show but like sure I don't know. It just felt like a lot of a lot of grandstanding and a lot of just like look man, like 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 the 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 Springsteen Jeep commercial. That one really <sighs> bothered me a lot and and that was the most grandstanding, <laughs> self-applauding <laughs> bullshit ad. Mhm. I hated it. Hate, and I knew what they were going for because it's a thing advertisers do. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, did that rub me the wrong way? Let me just say, I know this is going to make a difference. Ad companies are going to continue to do this um, for years to come. <clears throat> but I can speak for American citizens when I say we're sick of the commercials that are. Actually, I could just stop it. We're sick of the commercials. <laughs> We're sick of the fucking ads that pretend like they're not trying to sell sure. or something. Yeah. You know, kids jumping off of like a a, a, a cliff into a thing and mm-hmm. they're like having fun with their families yeah. and somebody is doing the voiceover mm-hmm. and, and, and clouds and s- some interracial couple is kissing for the first time and, yep. you know. Maybe you get a flash of a gay couple. They don't actually do anything. No, no, no. They're just, they could be friends. They yeah. could be very close you, friends. Y- there's no way to really tell. You don't want to upset middle America. And and it's just a flash across the screen. Uh-huh. So. Oh, were those two buddies there? Y- they could be buddies. Weird. Uh, uh, are they going fishing? Kind of bud buddies. What kind of buddies you want? Yeah, whatever, buddy. <clears throat> and then at the very end, you just get Jeep. <laughs> And you're you're left breathless. (laughs) (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Yeah. If you're a company, like if you're not a company that, if you're not like a nonprofit that's actually helping those people in the commercial, stop it. Shut up. Just make funny commercials. You're trying to sell a car, sell the car. Or sell how cool your car is. Yeah. You know, like I'm so tired of this like self-aggrandizing while trying to seem bigger than the thing you're selling uh, uh, angle like that. Now, see, there is a way to do it right. And I forget what the brand was, but it was the one with the, uh, the, um, the swimmer, you know, that ad, Uh -uh. it it goes back in time and shows when she got adopted, but they're like, uh, with her legs. Yes. That one What company was that was a good one. And it wasn't that good because you don't remember. That's what I was about to say, too. (laughs) But at the time, I remember it being like I I remember watching and being like, oh, that's a really that's a really interesting like um, passage of time. And like, you know, it 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 had good impact, emotional impact to it. And I was like, wow, that was really good. Mm -hmm. Whereas the Jeep one, I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm watching it with my dad who's already kind of fed up with not kind of he's fucking fed up. Yeah. With with pop culture with with the left and kind of the right too he's just fucking fed up so he's already every dude every single commercial he just goes 
look, look, he just, this, we're watching it, and every, I, I could just see his, he just goes. <laughs> and sometimes wah. I had to pretend like I didn't see him looking at me, because mm. every time I would look, <laughs> he would just go. Mm. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. What, like, what are we doing? Why it, are we doing this? It was a Toyota ad. Okay, so yeah. another company trying to sell us a car. Yeah. But at least done in a better way that it was, isn't like, you know, this country's got to come together. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we're fighting. <laughs> and all this coming from Springsteen, who famously, uh, a guy who, first of all, never did shit like this. Right. I didn't real. I didn't know this until I saw an article about it, but this is apparently... One of, if not his first big ad, like he just doesn't do ads. Mm. He doesn't put his name on shit unless he truly believes in it. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's been very, very rare for him to do ads. Okay. And he actually had a hand in this ad. That's why he did it because they gave him creative control over it. So this was fucking <sighs> Springsteen. Stick to the songs, boss. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Just next time. Trash. And you know, I didn't even think that it was. I just didn't like it at the time and then moved on. Yeah. And then I saw these think pieces about it and I was like, huh, I didn't realize that's, that happens to me a lot Mm -hmm. where sometimes I'm like, I have a feeling about something and I'm like, eh, whatever. And then I just forget about (laughs) it. And then I'll see think pieces. It sticks in somebody's crawl enough to make a think piece about it. And you're like, oh yeah, I remember being slightly upset by that. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It happens all the time. I think to myself like, am I, am I, I'm always angry about something. So like, is this just another thing or is this like real, is there some kind of righteous, righteous (laughs) indignation about like, should I be more upset about this? Yeah. And that's what happened with the, the Springsteen thing. I was like, me and my dad were, were ranting about it. I'm like, fucking Jeep. Just make a funny commercial, okay? Just have some kind of uh, uh, celebrity cameo, make it goofy, mm-hmm. and then Jeep. They're, they ride off in a Jeep. Why do you have to fucking, you know, get on your soapbox? Yeah. Make some kind of social statement. Yeah. Not the time. I don't know. I, I mean, like, I feel like anything can be used as, like, an avenue for a good message, but it just came off so try hard. And, like, I don't, like, I don't know. I feel like. There's a lot of conversation about unity and reaching across the aisle, <coughs> but we ain't there yet. No. We ain't there yet. It, it seems that no one's really reaching, though. That's no, the thing. No, I, I, and I don't think anyone's ready for that yet, given the way this entire election s- season went. Um, and still going. And really. still going, yeah. You know, we have currently, um, you know, the, the, the trial going on. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I, I I think it, I think if they were to push that ad to next year, maybe it would have been better. Yeah, but time and like it just they didn't read the room. No, <laughs> no, you and don't. they're not gonna be like it came off like the uh, the Pepsi ad with the Kardashian. Yeah, yeah, was she here? No more racism. Yeah, exactly. No more violence. Or excuse me, is she a Jenner? She a Jenner? Eh, Kardashian Jenner. She is a Jenner. Okay, that's <laughs> what I, yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. She was. Not Kylie, but the other one. Katie, I don't know. <laughs> yes, the famous <laughs> Samantha. Katie Jenner. <laughs> Samantha, Samantha Jenner. Jenner yes. <clears throat> yeah, very um, tone deaf. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. like, guys, what, what are we doing here? Yeah. But sp- speaking to your overall feeling of like kind of eh, about the entire thing, mm-hmm. I mean, I felt the same way, and I, I just felt like overall it, this 
entire event felt kind of forced. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I wasn't really looking forward to it. You know, like I made a thing of it just because I wanted an excuse to make some turkey burger sliders. Yeah. But I made turkey burgers. Wow. Health, uh, fitness. That's right. <laughs> That's us now. And I only got Michelob Ultras. And I and I Very and nice. I made it a thing to not get chips and stuff. I got a little charcuterie board thing. Nice. Okay. Protein. And I, and yeah. I just did that. Yeah. As like the snack before everything was mm-hmm. all every all the food was done. Yeah. And then uh, <clears throat> and then that was it. I ate and then fucking like, that was it. I didn't just keep going back to the kitchen nice. and you know. Very good. Self control. Very good. Very Sorry, good. Continue. Um, yeah, but I, I like I made a thing out of it because I wanted to, but the event itself I could take or leave, and that has a lot to do with the fact I'm a Jets fan. But <laughs> all that aside, all that aside, like the game was boring. The ads mostly sucked. Yeah. Um. I mean, even more than usual this year, in my opinion. Hey, man, how sad is that Uber Eats commercial? <laughs> Yes. It's so sad. Yeah. It makes me so sad. Yeah. 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 Just watching them. They look so old. Mm-hmm. They look like. You know, I'm not going to say it. Don't even. Don't bother. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm going to say it. They look like they're wearing. Uh, they both look like they're wearing Mike Myers and Dana Carvey masks. Ill fitting Halloween masks. They look like. The animate raisins <laughs> in those commercials. <laughs> they're like they they look like they're wearing suits. They look like yeah. they're they're like Edgar. Yeah, you know they're wearing yeah. human. Is that better? <laughs> wearing human suits. <laughs> Wayne's World. Wayne's World. <laughs> and, then the, and then the Cardi B thing. You know, I like Cardi B, but like. Come on. It didn't guys. hit. It didn't it just, hit. It ugh. didn't hit. Yeah. It was so sad. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, overall, I just feel like the entire thing was just a lot of. Uh, can who, you can you really look cares? up the uh, what the viewership was of it? Sure. Just so we have a frame of reference. We could be fucking wrong. Um, I will say, though, that I did enjoy the weekend. Yeah. Um, my dad, when he started to sing, my dad got up and he was like, bathroom break. <laughs> so he gets up, he's walking around the kitchen, the weekend singing, and he's just like, uh, another, another failed, uh, attempt, huh? And I was like, you're not even watching it. <laughs> and he's like, ah, it used to be. <laughs> <My dad. laughs> now, okay. He just starts going off on this tangent. He's like, it used to be an honor. It used to be a fucking honor to be asked to do the halftime show. Now you got these bums out here. <laughs> the weekend. He can't even spell his name. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, hey, you just need to go back to the old thing. And then he goes, just ask Bruno Mars to do it again. <laughs> like, Bruno Mars. Was that the old days? <laughs> he was all over the place, man. Oh he was all God. over the place. By the way, that's not my dad. It's only because you vaguely look like Bruno Mars. He, I yeah, think he maybe got that's a, all he... He got a slight joy out of like, that's my son! <laughs> my <laughs> son! Kind of, some kind of pride. <laughs> he finally has done something with his life. Uh-huh. <laughs> look, that's you with a job. <laughs> look, look, look. If you were successful, then look, look. <laughs> see? 
Hey, if you worked out sometimes, he could be this guy. You got to do what that guy does. Shave your face, lose about 100 pounds. <laughs> uh, lose like six inches of height. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bless up. I will say. Average height, bro. According to the New York Post, Buck's route of Chiefs earns worst Super Bowl rating since 19... 19- 69. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we're not alone in our feelings. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But you know what, though? I hate to I hate to bring it to this. I hate to bring it in this direction, but I'm going to. Okay. Swerve the car. Well, there's this there's this idea that like people people didn't watch the NBA, for instance, and a lot of people attributed to not not completely, but a lot of people contributed to a lot of the viewership loss to the BLM stuff, right? Okay. And anytime that I have this discussion or argument with anybody, I always tell them that, like, yes, that definitely contributed to it. Mm-hmm. There's people who were, t- I mean, I know people who were like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not watching it. Uh, and it's because of that. I'm just tired of the politics. I'm yeah. tired of them putting it in my face, blah, blah, blah. For whatever reason. I, I really hate the end zone says end <laughs> racism. <laughs> I know, right? It hurts. I can't see it anymore. I hate it. Uh, and I used to say, yes, that does contribute to it, but there's a lot more at play here that some people are conveniently choosing to ignore. Sure. And there, and the the argument is, if you just take the politics out of sports, y- you'll get all of your viewership back. And it's just like, look, man, there's no <laughs> people are exhausted. They're just exhausted. Yeah, you know, not. I don't care what side of the political spectrum you land on. People are just tired of all of this. And I, I don't want to talk about you know COVID and, and blah blah blah. I'm just like right now, people are just so yeah tired. And there's a lot of other stuff going on than football. Yeah. And and all it does is just make you more tired. And and this thing, sports in general. I mean, I know that people look at sports as like an escape. Sure. And when they see shit like that, it's like fuck. It's everywhere. I can't escape it. I don't want to watch this either. Fine. But when you have a Super Bowl that's led by number one, a MAGA guy. Yeah. And then the other quarterback is a guy who's pretty apolitical mm-hmm. at this point because yeah. he's so young in his career. Kind of doesn't make sense for him to take any political True. risks. And he's a stellar quarterback. And you have Tom Brady, who's one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest. People after this will call him the greatest. <clears throat> so you have a pretty good storyline, and you have a good reason for MAGA people to tune in, right? Sure. Theoretically, yeah, yeah. And yet, you look at the numbers, and it's like, okay, you guys didn't even show up for your boy. Right. So, obviously, there's more at play than just get these politics out of my sports mm-hmm. and these sports out of my politics, mm-hmm. you know? I, I'm not making any real point. I'm just saying, like, there's more at play, and people sure. need to have a more nuanced conversation about but- why <laughs> we're not watching anything, not just basketball. Yeah. But they're not going to because it fits their narrative. Yeah. They're not gonna. It's all the same thing. Uh, God, it, it still upsets me when I, when I think about it. But there are like these boomer memes that I saw during the inauguration mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, look at the difference between the two inaugurations. I know. And it, like, really? You really think everyone voted for this guy? One of the biggest turnouts of all time? Really? You yeah. think? <laughs> it's like, oh, actually, it's because they're actually, you know, 
thinking about COVID protocols and not causing a mass spreader event. That's that's why yeah. that's happening right now. It's the it it's just like you accuse the other side of of being sheep and and you know not being reasonable and not listening to facts, but at the same time you're spewing the same crap. Mm-hmm. You can't have it both ways, sir. You cannot. Yeah. So uh, I mean, it's, it's it's the same thing with with that. Yeah. Same thing with that. It's like you 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 want you want it to be the way that you want it to be that fits your argument, and it's like, but it right, don't be that. It don't be that way. You want it to be one way. You want it to be one way. Mm-hmm. You stop saying that. You want it to be one way, <laughs> but it's the other way. Mm-hmm. And then that guy died in the next scene. <laughs> They shot him. <laughs> they shot him. He died. <laughs> he died. Yeah. Uh, and that actually brings me to uh, what else we wanted to talk about. Oh, okay. Wait. 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 Do we want to? Do we want to get into the TV discussion, or do we want to talk about Valentine's Day a little bit before we? Let's end with Valentine's Day. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Right. You always end with love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. Yep. So, um, speaking of greatest TV shows of all time, TV viewership, yeah. <laughs> TV viewership, and it being really down. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just, I don't know. I don't know what what made me do this. I don't know what drew me to it. I think it's because I don't want to commit to any new thing. And okay. I'm just, I was just scrolling through. And this is what happens, dude. I get hit with a lightning bolt of like inspiration mm-hmm. that goes, all right, now's the time. We're doing this now. Yeah. Not when somebody told me to or asked me to. And, and, and that's not even <clears throat> contrary to popular belief about my personality it's not out of spite that i don't watch these things when people tell me to uh-huh. it's just i just don't and, uh, and it's a laziness you just don't feel like yeah it. Yeah, yeah 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 uh, yeah but i want people to know it's not because i'm like no i'm not gonna do it <laughs> you un- said i should do it i ain't gonna no, do, ain't it. do it mm-mm, mm-mm. not till i feel like it mm-hmm. it's not that um but i finally started watching twin peaks wow <laughs> You're only like 25 years late. I'm not the only person who right. discovered this show super late. Everybody did, pretty much. I did too. <laughs> other, I mean, other than you know whoever, whoever caught it early enough, I guess in its initial run to go. This is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. No one's yeah, watching yeah. this show, but it's yeah. the best. So uh, <clears throat> I know that you really enjoy it. Yep. And I know that it's considered one of the best shows of all time. Mm-hmm. Other than that. I know nothing. Oh, and also that it's obviously David Dave Lynch's baby. Yeah. Other than that, I know nothing about the show. Okay. That's a an exact perfect way to enter the world of Twin Peaks. Mm. Uh I am very excited for you. Yeah. Um I have to warn you. <laughs> I got to warn you. Oh no. Um I love it so much because it is perfectly to my taste which is hurt me daddy <laughs> hurt me yeah it's already pretty gut-wrenching i mean yeah the pilot alone oh the pilot's one of the best pilots of all time yeah it, all time it sets the stage perfectly mm-hmm. i love it I, it encapsulates basically all of twin peaks in one episode right it's like a mini movie I, yeah i love it i love it um, it kind of is. I mean, it's an hour and a half. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they set the stage really, really well with that. But there is so much more to unravel in this, and it gets real weird. Yeah. To the point where you're going to be like, 
what are we doing here? What's going on? <laughs> but it it, it uh, Twin Peaks is magic. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Um, without spoiling anything, obviously. It is anchored by this <clears throat> mystery, this small town mystery. Mm-hmm. You have an FBI agent come into the small town to investigate a murder. That's at the core of everything, right? But within that, you get like supernatural elements, horror elements, um, uh, soap opera elements, romance, all of it. It's all there. Yeah. And at times it bashes up against itself, but it never doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. I mean, there, there are some scenes. I mean, even the, this is the cu- first couple of episodes I've watched. There are scenes where it's, it's a jarring cut from how, horrifying the reality is to like this goofy mm-hmm. the score is like the strangest <laughs> thing yeah angelo uh B- battle Amante, i think his name is that score the 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 entire twin peaks theme and uh everything like the entire soundtrack mm-hmm. <laughs> it really it. is it's so it's haunting and dreamy <laughs> yeah and then there's just like a there's like a weird ethereal like jazz element to it too yes. and like it's so strange. but like old-timey jazz yeah we're like what year was this set in? yeah it, it it feels like these teens are like in the 50s but it's set like in the early 90s yeah. late 80s um, it's it's very jarring, and the the um, the soap opera aspect of it. I th- I'm glad you brought that up because that's like, you know, I don't, I don't watch fucking soap operas, but that's for some reason it <clears throat> he they set a world that it works in mm-hmm. that it's so goofy, yeah, and then and then it gets brought back down by the incredible uh, darkness. That's at, that's at the I guess the core of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, it it brings all of that goofiness back down. Like the, you know, um, you 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 juxtapose uh, Bobby's character as this like um, greaser type yeah. guy, you know, cool dude, tough Fonzie uh, yeah. teen, and you're like. Ah, cool guy. And then you realize, like, oh no, he's not a cool guy. <laughs> he's kind of shitty, right? Yeah. Um, and this is obviously this is only a couple episodes in, so he could be a fucking saint. I don't know. But sure. at the time, right now, he's fucking shitty, right? Yeah. And then, you know, he's he's dating so and so who's supposed to be blah 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 blah. And you get all these weird yeah, interrelational things. Yeah. yeah. And then you get <clears throat> then you find out the the story with uh, one of the girls that he's dating and then her story like she's this just this bombshell working at a diner and she mm-hmm. goes home to this husband who is an absolute monster <laughs> i love that storyline and I you're like it. what yeah you know that's just something that you don't usually see it's a i mean a horrifying storyline yeah. a horrifying yeah. thing that she's going through yeah and um do you know uh big ed yet uh yeah the gas station yeah yeah, yeah. so he yeah he plays he, he's pretty pivotal right now yep. um and and even even uh detective cooper he's like this off the wall goofball but also kind of like a sh- uh, not shakespearean um well i guess you could say it's kind of shakespearean but um uh, uh sherlock holmesian uh-huh. character yeah um it's just all of these elements yeah like it's so they're the, he, it's a gumbo <laughs> i don't know how right now how they got all of these plates spinning at the same time. I'm just like, I'm enthralled by every storyline. There is nothing like Twin Peaks. Mm. And I think it's set up 
perfectly as far as like <laughs> the way the the seasons go because there's only two original seasons and then way later like three years ago or so they came out with the showtime miniseries event yeah. that is the third season yeah and then there's a movie in between um but the movie itself is a prequel right so um the way it's set up is like easy mode medium hard okay so it's it, i think you're you know you're good to to keep watching in the way that you are let me know when you get to the movie after season two okay that's usually when people watch it i, I don't know i mean like i'm sure there are people online that are like watch the movie after a certain episode or something but um i think it works the way it was well, shot i'm gonna get through the show yeah get then. get through the show and then watch the movie let me know when you watch the movie because like i wouldn't mind watching it too if you want to watch it okay um and then the showtime show I would love nothing more <coughs> than to talk to you after every episode to okay. see what your read is on it. Because I I watched it as it came out. Yeah. So this did is... They, did they do it weekly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Episodic every week. Nice. Um, but in this one, like, you know, famously, David Lynch lost control of the, the show... After the beginning of season two, uh-huh. so it kind of goes off the rails a bit, and then he comes back in in the end, and you can tell like the the quality suddenly picks right back up yeah. where it was. Um, and then he obviously did the movie, and then after that, the Showtime show he had complete control over. Yeah, so it is like hardcore David Lynch. Yeah, like what? <laughs> what <laughs> uh, basically the entire season but it all ties up in a like a really interesting way and like i said i mean it may you may leave it angry whereas i was like well he hurt me good i like that <laughs> that's nice that's nice dude i oh man i i hate that i'm gonna keep going because i'm just i'm so captivated but god damn it i hate that <sighs> yeah it's i mean like if only just to have the you know the pleasures of seeing it aesthetically with the the music and the, I mean Asian Dale Cooper is one of the best act or characters in all of TV yeah. ever ever of all time he's up there on the Mount Rushmore for me um, so just enjoy what that is your performance. Mount Rushmore of TV characters it's a big question uh, Columbo really For i did sure. not expect that. oh oh my god colombo wow. fantastic yeah okay sure okay uh dale cooper um are we just doing tv cops i mean maybe because I, I was going to go with like a law and order cop after that. <laughs> yeah 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 um uh, jerry orbach's character jerry orbach for uh, sure uh, yeah i was the detective um ah god damn it i can't remember his, his character's name Ugh. it is Briscoe. Briscoe. Lenny Briscoe. Fucking, that's just such a, whoever came up perfect with that. Perfect cop name. It's a perfect. Perfect cop name. I mean, that shit is. Lenny Briscoe. Served up, fried, ready to go. Yep. Lenny Briscoe. Yeah. Detective Lenny Briscoe. That's three. Cooper, Briscoe, Colombo. <sighs> um, you need one more. Oof. That's a big one then. Yeah. Oh, oh, um. The fuck did I do? I, I knew. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> that's good. That's good. What's his name? Um, fuck. What is his name? I know the actor's name. We always know the actor's name. Yeah. Dominic West. Yeah. Is the actor. Uh, McNulty. 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 Uh, another another iconic. Jimmy McNulty. That's such a cop name. Uh-huh. Jimmy McNulty. I gotta I gotta one up you on the on the um, Law and Order cop. Only be I mean I love Jerry Orbach. He's I he's an icon. He's he's the best, right? Yeah. I mean, but you gotta go Vincent D'Onofrio, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's the only thing that kept Criminal Intent afloat. <laughs> that show is awful without him. Whenever yeah. he's not, when they brought in, all due respect to Jeff Goldblum, he's amazing. We, sure. we love the Goldblums here. Yep. That show sucks with Vincent Vincent D'Onofrio not on it. It's not a good show. We've agreed that Vincent D'Onofrio is criminally, criminally underrated. Underrated. Yeah. Guy does not get his flowers, not nearly enough. Nope. Uh, Columbo, man, that's that's a that's a good one. It's so classic. It's so like, how are you going to argue against Columbo? It you feels can't. like see, that's the thing. Like, I feel like our generation hasn't really been in like um, uh, exposed to Columbo. No, you know, I only know Columbo because of my dad. My mm. dad watched Columbo. He's a big fan of Columbo. Um, and now they have it like on TV. Like you can just stream it on demand or whatever yeah so like i've caught up on a few colombo episodes and like the show is dated clearly mm-hmm. but there's so much talent that worked on that show like spielberg did an episode that's like, crazy yeah and, and there's tons that. of really good writers that like kind of got their chops on that mm-hmm. show and like it was it was great and i mean colombo as a character is just iconic if you don't know check it out i mean it's like um it, it it it's strange because the format of it's basically like a, a mini movie. Yeah. Every week you have like a I think it's like an hour hour twenty or something like that. Which is weird for that time yeah. period. Yeah. To do that. So yeah, this is like a pre HBO world. So you're not having like these cinema level TV shows. So it's a, it's a procedural. But that's a that's a production. Yeah. An hour long drama is yeah. that's a pro- well drama. That's that's a production. Yeah. Um, I had this weird time period where I thought I was supposed to catch up on all those shows just to like have that knowledge. Mm-hmm. So for a while I just watched like different strokes and Gilligan's Island and like, uh, like I love Lucy and sure. like, uh, uh, Nick, Nick at night was showing all yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. This was before Nick at night was like, we gotta be cool. We're just going to show fresh prints all the time. <laughs> um, the generation passed. Yeah. Before that, all they did was show like mash Oh, yeah. and, and like just uh, and, and shows like that. So like, I started watching those, and then um, um, when I was when I was like fourteen or thirteen, um, John Young, shout out to John Young, local legend around here. He he made a beat for a couple of us, and he sampled the Columbo theme song. Mm. And um, at the time, I didn't know what the fuck it was. I just thought it was like a really dope mm-hmm. sample that he did. Uh, and then I asked him, like, what, what, what is this? <laughs> this sounds old. And he's like, it's from an old TV show. And so that's what got me to watch a couple of episodes. So yep. like, that's why I have that frame of reference for it. Yep. I did not expect you to come up with Columbo. I mean, I just, I have a, I have a soft spot in my heart for Peter Falk. Yeah. I love Peter Falk. Every, everything he's done, I yes. just, I, I, I wish he was in more stuff. Yeah. Just so I could watch him in it. He, yeah. He needed to be in more I stuff. I love awesome. Peter Falk. Yeah. Love him. Uh, hmm. I'm trying to think. More TV cops. 
Best TV cops. Best TV cops. Mm. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. That it's hard to uh, to even um, say. I don't want to keep saying Law and Order cops because they there's so many of them that like you could pick from. David Caruso. David Caruso. Mm, wow. CSI Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the glasses. I mean, is he like? Is he up there Mount Rushmore level, or is he just really entertaining? Is I he just really fun to watch? I think he's fun to watch because you you like you almost hate watch him because you know it's just so like you know over the top. Oh oh oh! Well, I guess he's not a cop. I was gonna say the dude from the original CSI, Las Vegas, uh, older dude, the guy who was in Manhunter. Oh yeah, but he's he's like the lead CSI guy. He's not actually a cop. True. So he wouldn't count technically huh we're gonna have to come back we're gonna have to come back on this one because i want to do okay. this i want to do straight up mount rushmore top TV. cops top cops yeah <clears throat> or we just do you know we could do that and then um best tv characters mount rushmore of tv characters because okay. in my head the first thing i thought was like homer simpson has to be in my mount rushmore i don't know mm. why i don't know why that was the first thing i thought of but i was like mount uh homer simpson yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. When I think about all of the TV characters that could be in there, who's in mine? Mm-hmm. But Homer Simpson, for some reason, just like I think it's respectable. I think it's respectable off bat. <clears throat> uh, right. But speaking of sitcoms, <laughs> speak on it. Uh, speak on it there's been a, a a new show that's subverted the genre on Disney Plus that we've both been watching. I love subverting the genre. <clears throat> it's called WandaVision. Uh-huh. So uh we like I just said we've both been watching it. If you haven't caught up to at least episode what four out now? Five? Five. five. If you haven't caught up to episode five. By the time you're listening to this, episode six is out, so we don't know about that yet. But I'm gonna put a big spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Right right there. Right here. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> What do you think so far? I am, <clears throat> I'm so, I'm, 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 you know, honestly, dude, w- like episode three, I was like, okay, I got it. I got the, it's a TV show in her head. She's created this reality. She's grieved. Like, I got it. Okay. Can yeah. we move on for a little bit? And then the minute I started having those feelings, they were like, all right, we hear you. We're going to move on. <laughs> okay, fine, we're gonna, fine. We're going to move on. Impatient ass. So, <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> so, I mean, honestly, if they if the show was built around each episode, what we're going to do is do a parody of that era of TV shows. So, mm. 50s, 60s, yeah. 70s, 80s, 90s. Every decade, yeah. Then I would have been like, okay, if that's like the show, I get it. And I'm into it. Um, Which, mind you, is what I was expecting. Well, that's what they kind of led it up yeah, to. Which <clears throat> I would be down for. I would be yeah. down for. If that was the show and then we kind of get like pieces. But I knew There was something else. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah. All right, I'm getting itchy. I need to know what else is going on. Give me something. Throw me a bone. Yeah. Okay. And they do and let me just say, I I told you this when we were texting about it, but the show is just so the 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 under like the core of the show is so incredibly sad that every single scene is is dripping with this um this uh this grieving just 
mood that mm-hmm. is like it's it's hovering over everything in the show and it makes me so sad i love it <laughs> <laughs> and and i you know i do too yeah in a weird way i don't i don't enjoy it but i i like that they've been able to do this it's with rich the show. Yeah. yeah the thing it does for me because i i completely agree uh, it it drapes the show in this sort of like impending doom in a way and mm-hmm. like as this overall sadness it's like it's like having a dream about someone who died, you know? That's like the perfect way to describe it. Because you know it's going to end. And all of er, any happy moment that's, that happens within the show, you know, isn't real. So it's not going to last. Yeah. Right? So mm-hmm. at this point, we have the, the kids, the twins are there. Um, and they've grown up. They're like 10 yeah. years old right now. Right. And you see them making a little family together. Obviously, at this point, Vision is starting to like be like, something's up here i don't know what but something's off yeah um his memory's wiped so he's completely you know like vulnerable to wanda um and it it's just you feel her grasping at the straws Mm -hmm. and 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 just trying to hold on to anything solid but there's nothing there yeah because ultimately she i i think she knows this is all going to end yeah and it especially at this i feel like we're at a pretty pivotal point of the season where you know she's realizing that <coughs> the the castle's crumbling now so i'm interested to see where they take it but you know talking about our expectations ahead of time i'm so glad i didn't come in expecting to like really be as enthralled by it as i am mm. because genuinely i i went into it really like even the name and like looking at some of the photos that came out of it beforehand, I'm like, why do I care? Yeah. I'm not a huge vision fan. I'm not a huge, uh, Scarlet witch fan. Them as characters within the MCU, like they played their part, but I'm not attached to them at all. Like, I don't care about these people. Mm-hmm. And then I started watching it and you know, first of all, it's, it's nice to have some more MCU content and get that, progress going and see see the world that they built you know post snap and all that stuff Mm. so they got me in with that and then as like as the facade started to crumble i'm like oh i'm really invested now (laughs) like this is exactly what i'm looking for out of out of this entire thing um and yeah i mean i i they subverted my expectations in a very good way. That scene where um, we get introduced to Photon and um, when she gets snapped back and the hospital is just pure oh chaos yeah. and she finds out that her mom's been dead for like three years or right. two years or whatever. <clears throat> the cancer came back. Such a, I mean, such a good way because that, like you were saying, like kind of um, explaining or showing the world post snap there's so much that they can do with that. I mean, that's an entire universe in and of mm. itself. I mean, outside of the the superheroes, you, you you can you can show like how much. I mean, they 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 dance around it a little bit in Endgame, of like the world that we're living in. I mean, it was it. I mean, <clears throat> I don't. I know that when they, I know in Endgame when they snap everybody back, it was kind of. Um, kind of a cheap device because sure. in infinity war if you watch it's a infinity, deuce ex machina it, like, exactly it, it solves everything all of a sudden and it's like oh okay cool so everything before that just kind of didn't matter 
which kind of sucks but it does but it does <laughs> exactly it, does. it does and there are and, still and consequences that, that's what's so smart about what they're yeah. doing and that's what from infinity war to endgame you're kind of like okay so you've kind of made infinity war obsolete you have to give us a reason to care going forward yeah and this is a good starting point to make people care yeah. about this world Mm-hmm. And it, it does exactly what I was talking about. I think last episode or the episode before talking about, um, you know, my idea for a Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. It takes us from that superhero level or that Godzilla level of monsters fighting each other to the ground level right. where all of us are around and the impact that all that has on us as people, just ordinary people. Yeah. And I think that's super powerful because suddenly now looking back at those movies at the last Avengers movies, it's like that carries more weight yeah. because you're not just seeing it from this little group of superheroes that you've grown to love, but you feel the impact of the entire <laughs> world. This didn't just happen to them. It happened to everyone. Like you said, they touched on it with Endgame. uh, you know, seeing, seeing Steve like in a support group to, yeah. trying to help people out um, with missing people. But <clears throat> I think this, uh, this hammers it home a bit more personally yeah and uh, again i i feel like they not only in that but in adding this character that was i didn't even realize at first i didn't connect the dots until like the next episode that this character was from uh captain marvel yeah the little girl in captain it, it marvel it took me a second to yeah put that together and i was like wait a minute that name sounds familiar mm-hmm. um so, you know, I, like, I wasn't a huge fan of the Captain Marvel movie, but this enhances it. Um, same thing with, like, the original Thor movies with um, the Doctor now. Yeah. Cat um, Dennings. Cat Dennings. Jan something. Yeah. So, they're... And, and then also uh, the agent. Uh, Randall Park. We Randall know, Park. We yeah. know the actors' <laughs> names, too. We don't, the, <laughs> we don't know the characters. We know their actual names. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, Randall Park's character. He's from a ton of other uh, of the other MCU movies, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, the um, Ant-Man and Wasp and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I, adding these side characters from kind of side movies within the MCU, I feel like a lot of them aren't the best. They're good. They're fine. Yeah. But not the best movies of the entire series strengthens those movies. Yeah. Because you get more insight and those matter more now because you see what happens to those characters later on. Right. And how they impact this smaller story. And it it, it makes you care more about those things. Yeah. Um, just like even like Endgame made uh, uh, Thor uh, Dark whatever. Dark world. Yeah. Matter more. Yes. You know. So like I'm loving what these franchises are doing to their weakest links uh, in hindsight. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I think it's a great idea and they should keep doing that. Um, so yeah, I mean, so far it's knocking out of the park for me. I, I, it, I had lower expectations for it and I think that's why it's rating so high for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but even as it stands, I think they're doing really interesting things. You know, growing up watching a lot of the classic sitcoms also helps too. Yes. Where like kind of brings us back to exactly so you can connect the dots of like oh this is I love Lucy, um, or you know this is this is Full House or right this is Growing Pains (laughs) yeah um, so that helps but it's not necessary to enjoy the show yeah because again it just it goes beyond that oh and you and you get it you don't need to have those shows as a frame of reference to understand like oh it's like a old TV show I get it yeah I didn't have to watch those shows and genuinely scary jump scare (laughs) yeah 
with with the dead vision. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That was scary Ooh. too. <laughs> Siri, no. Okay. <laughs> that okay sounded kind of pregnant. Yeah, I don't know right. Like, what was that about? That? Uh, uh, do you want to talk, <laughs> bitch? You got a problem? Uh, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Super genuine jump scare. And and the entire unknowing of before we really get more information on what's going on, it's really like nightmarish. You know, like it, it, it's it dream like actually kind of like Twin Peaks in a lot of moments. Mm. Uh, not where you're at yet, but it gets to there. Yeah. Um, where there's a crack in the normalcy, yeah. which is the scariest thing to me. Like there's just something wrong. Everything should be normal, but it feels like this is an alien's interpretation of what normal should be. Uh, you know, right, like right, there's right. just something a little Something's off. off. Something. Something. Why is it, this so weird? It's too it normal. It feels so weird. Yeah, it's too normal. Yeah. So I really like that feeling of like, what's going on here? Yeah. Who's who's at play, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the only thing I can think of is like, how are they going to continue this show? This doesn't seem like a season three or season four kind of show. This seems I, like a limited run. I don't think it's planned to be. I think it's going to be a limited run series. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, how are you going to afford fucking Paul sure. Bettany and... and, and Which, uh, okay, okay. Well, I just want to say it right here now. Paul Bettany, knocking it out of the park. Oh, yeah. You said that you weren't really that big a fan, right? Didn't you say that you were like, ah, he... I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember going, ah, he... <laughs> no. <laughs> okay you didn't say that but you said something to the effect of like you know whatever i mean he's paul bettany i mean i I could have said that i will not justify (laughs) me saying that Uh, um, if i were to have said that this is my oj book (laughs) Um, if i were to have said that um, if w- I criticize that actor, it would have only been because I didn't see him in enough. Because I haven't seen many Paul Bettany films. I strangely have seen a lot of them. You're a richer man for it. I don't. I don't. I just don't <laughs> know why. I mean, I've seen Priest, and obviously we've seen the the, the Da Vinci Code, and yeah, um, yeah, that's true. Like I've just seen, I've just seen him in a lot of stuff. I'm like, why does he keep popping up in my life? <laughs> Well, I, I saw a tweet about this that was you know, pretty interesting. It's like, imagine being Paul Bettany being asked to voice a computer, like, in 2005. You know? Right, right. Like, what that... Sure. And yeah. then suddenly it becomes this actual role where you're in the movies. Physically, you're in the movies. And then now you have a TV show dedicated to your character. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I think... Uh, but you have to think they were... They had to have been like a couple of steps ahead. Like at some point, we're gonna, we're gonna bring you in. He's too handsome, he's too shredded, for them to <laughs> just be like. I mean, you're just gonna be a voice actor. Yeah. Like, great voice though. Great voice. Yeah. Gotta give him that. Yep. Great voice. And Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. Who knew? <laughs> you know. Right. Who knew the the third Olsen sister is like? Oh, I'm I'm gonna your powers combined. Jackpot. <laughs> uh, you can't. I'm Scarlet Witch for a reason. I'm the most powerful Avenger. Like you. Third time's the charm. Oh, she's she's amazing. She's yeah. fucking amazing. Especially that they let her drop the accent. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. comes back a little bit when she's yes. talking about her brother. Apparently, that is a conscious choice. Uh-huh. Did you read this? No. That is a conscious like choice. Yeah, it is bullshit. <laughs> so apparently, this is how it was written and how I, how I read it in some article. She is 
Um, she has stopped with the accent intentionally. She has been taught by Natasha Romanoff to okay. hide the accent as ah. a way to blend in with American uh, culture. Okay. So that's yeah, why being a witch, you know, <laughs> might might be a detriment <laughs> yeah. to that. Yeah, in, the inclusion, witch part. The witch part doesn't help. Yeah, uh, but if she's wearing normal clothes, sure, you know, clothes that make her look like she's from Full House, yeah. with the hair and everything, sure, 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 she can have yeah. an American accent. That makes sense, yeah, and you wouldn't be able to tell. Okay, so that's why the accent comes back uh-huh. when she's like angry and yeah, shit, yeah. because at that point she has broken character. Yeah, and she's back to how she was. Yeah, that, right? that makes sense. That makes sense. So. There like you go. speaking her brother's name, I, I figure that it would, part it would you're go like right, exactly. And then uh, you know we we can't stop this oh, topic. S- double spoiler alert. <laughs> we we can't we uh, we cannot end this topic without talking about the major twist. Oh, man, um, we find out that they're introducing <laughs> an X Man. Into the MCU uh-huh. for the very first time on this TV show, dude. What what a genius way to do it! Incredible, what a genius we, way to do it. We get the Quicksilver from the Days of Future Past timeline, yeah, as opposed to the MCU Quicksilver, right? Um, I mean, jaw drops. It's so, I, I, it's <laughs> so good. It was. It's so good. Because you know, if you're keeping up with this stuff, you know that they acquired 20th Century and uh, a bunch of other shit. But 20th Century is the biggest thing because that has all of those outlier properties <clears throat> where you're like, how are they going to introduce Deadpool, the X-Men, yeah. Fantastic Four, right? And when they uh, when they acquire 20th Century, you're like, oh, okay, cool. Finally, they have they have that company that has the rights to those things. Now it's just it's just the the talk the talk the it's just the talk it's just the talk mm-hmm. it's just the clock the ticking clock of when yeah. they're going to start introducing these characters and they, so i read an article i read an article about um deadpool deadpool 3 is going to be in the mcu yeah and it's going to be r-rated first r-rated movie in the mcu mm-hmm. which bringing it back to or bringing it to another thing that we might talk about mahershala ali in blade, blade that yeah. helps as long as this MCU Deadpool movie does well, which it will because it's the third movie it's and Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds and blah blah blah, yeah. right? It's gonna do. It's gonna do numbers. R-rated MCU movie that will open the door for mm-hmm. Blade to be uh, R-rated, and yeah. that'll open the door for um, uh, Morbius to be R-rated. Too late. Too late. It's not R-rated. Mor- Morbius is already like PG thirteen. I'm pretty sure it's in the can already. Oh, that's disappointing. Yeah, I mean, I have I know, uh, yeah, I know zero it's hope for Morbius. Honestly, it, it seems like it's going to be another Venom <coughs> that just kind of Venom, Venom, that, that just come. <laughs> sounds like a phone vibrating. Can we talk? I mean, for a second, can we talk about like Jared Leto? Jared Leto has only been good in a handful of things, and yet he has he is held to this reverence as if he's fucking Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, dude, he has like three good roles, and then pe- people treat him like, dude. Have you seen Jared Leto in this thing? It's like, yeah, I've seen it. Not mm. that good. Yeah, I mean, he's good. He's a good actor. Um, Daniel, um, uh, 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 Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club is fantastic sure. movie. Yeah, he's yeah. incredible in that. Mm-hmm. Requiem for a Dream. He's incredible in that. Yeah, but okay, he's not that good. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. He's just not. Th- he's not that good for for people to be like. To have the kind of confidence in Jared Leto. Pretty good at acting like he has any musical talent. Oh, right? 
30 seconds to Mars sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it. Sir. Suck it. You're too pretty. That movie, that fucking movie. That, that any movie you're in sucks. <laughs> and that band sucks and you are too pretty. How dare you? Uh, There's a couple good 30 seconds to Mars songs. I'm not going to lie. I mean, you'd have to show them to me, yeah. honestly. I mean, Sorry. there probably are. Yeah. It's so weird to think about his career trajectory think like he was just that guy who was on mtv cities i was like ah fuck this song he and has, then he's an oscar winning actor he is i think he was born too handsome to fail you yeah. know like at anything there are he apparently some, has like a cult now or oh something. yeah yeah it's he's got a weird fan it's base. wild there are some actors who are too handsome yeah they're too handsome yep let me let me I'll give you I give you an example until you look this guy up. I'll probably I'll put him on screen too. Okay. Uh but uh he was in he was the guy in Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. Oh, that classic. And yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna say something here right now, okay? Okay. Harold and Kumar go to White Castle mm-hmm. is a legitimately good movie. Oh yeah, it's and great. I'll fight people over it. Yeah. Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay, obviously not as good, but yeah. still entertaining enough that it's a decent sequel. It get it, it gets over the hump of fuck this movie. It's enough that you're like, <laughs> okay. I'll watch, I'll watch that. You know, if it's on yeah. TV, it's like, sure. yeah, I mean, you know, fuck it. Dumb fuck fun, it. yeah. I'll watch that movie. Um <clears throat> where's I, this guy? He doesn't even I just top I, I pulled up the cast list. Eric Winter. Or, I was gonna say Rob Cordry, but <laughs> not, I mean he's a he's a close okay. second. You gotta put both of them a up on the screen. Close second. Yeah. Uh but Eric er, Winter. Eric Winter. Look at, Colton. Look at Eric Winter. Oh my god, yes. Just handsome at a level that's like, oh, you can't it, do anything. His else. his headshot, his eyes are piercing. Oh, piercing. I mean, fuck me. <laughs> Eric Winter, <laughs> fuck me. <laughs> no, seriously. Fuck me. Fuck me. He was apparently in Days of Our Lives. He looks like a soap star. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And he's been in other things where you're like, oh man, you just can't get over the fact that you are so goddamn handsome. It's too much. Yeah. He's apparently on a TV show called The Rookie. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a procedural. Yeah. Police procedural. He, Speaking of cops. Where he shows up and you're just like, uh, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, that's the mo- that's the show with uh with uh Nathan Fillion. Yes, Nathan yeah. Fillion, yes. Yep. He he plays a guy who becomes a cop in his like forties. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, and, just pull okay. it up. Okay, so uh Eric Winter's in that, of course. He's like the perfect cop in the show. Uh. And I, I I assume he is the folly to uh, Nathan, Fillion. Nathan Fillion's character. Makes sense. Sure, 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 sure. Okay, sure. sure. Anyway, um, fuck. I don't know how we got there. <laughs> All things end in Nathan Fillion. They always do. Um, I think we're, we're talking about X Men. Yes. And uh, you you were making the connection <coughs> between Deadpool getting an R rating, and, then, and that's how we got yeah, there. Six degrees of separation, baby. But yeah, so we got Evan Peters is the actor. Yes. Uh, as Quicksilver, as opposed to Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, who was also Kickass. Also, another Blood guy fans. who, after he got out of his like dorky stage, another dude where you're like, you're mm. too goddamn handsome. You're holy s- shit. You're stunning. Stunning. Yeah. I mean, him as Quicksilver, you're like, how dare you guys kill him off in that movie? <laughs> how dare you? 
He yeah. was one of those characters that they killed off <clears throat> for an emotional moment for Scarlet Witch's character. But we didn't have enough time with him to care. Exactly. He needed to be in an uh, just as a side part in another movie yeah. before this. We needed to care. And when he died, it was like, oh, okay. okay fine. Because before, other than like the quick cameo at the very end of the post credits scene of whatever movie it was, mm. um, they were bad guys at the beginning of the movie. Yes, exactly. In Age of Ultron, for the first like 30 minutes of the movie... They're, they're the, the villains. villains. Yeah. Then they come, they cross over, and by the, I mean, you know, by the time we hit the end, it's like, oh yeah, were were we supposed to like? Okay, they match him up with Hawkeye, who is arguably another character that no one no really gives about, a shit yeah. about. Hawk guy. Hawk guy. Yeah. So you match him up with a guy that we don't care about, and then we're supposed to care about his death. It's like, you really set him up to fail, man. Yeah. You set him up to fail, and then the problem with that is now every motivation that Scarlet Witch has is predicated on us giving a fuck about him. Yeah. Because every she's like, you took everything from me. And it's like, okay, yeah, she killed your, he killed your brother or your brother died or whatever and then he stole or he ripped the fucking... By the way, I just want to say, I don't know if I've ever said it on the podcast before, but we talked about way way back when okay when these movies were coming out yeah um when when thanos gets introduced and you know we're we're fans of the comic book so we know sure what's coming he you know he has the infinity gauntlet yeah or um what do they call it in a comic book not the infinity stones they call them in, um something else it doesn't matter <clears throat> but we know at some point he's got to rip that fucking mind stone out of vision right we just know that he yeah, has to. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, to. it's obvious. <coughs> it's as, super obvious. As soon as he came out of that little crypt with the thing on his head, you're like, that's gone. Yeah, it's <laughs> Because face. they had already established Thanos as a thing. Yes. yes. So we know what's going to happen. So we know at some point. It doesn't, I don't know what gems movie. Is gems. what it was called. Yes, the yeah. gems. So uh, I just want to say, like, we talked about it a long, long time ago, and I was giddy. When he ripped it out of his head, I was giddy. I loved yeah. it. I loved every second of it. Yep. I was not. I was not sad. I was like, "This is awesome." He's tearing it out of his fucking skull. skull. Yeah, he just fucking and but, he crushes his fucking. It was amazing. I love that scene. And that's the thing, though. Like they totally nerfed Vision. Yeah, in Big that time. entire movie, Big he time. gets stabbed by that little d demon space demon guy. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're supposed to believe that that's a mortal wound to right. a robot. Yeah, and and then the entire movie is about trying to save him, and then ultimately just gets murked mm -hmm. terribly. Yeah, and then again, again <laughs> they do it twice. You're like, fuck me, you yeah. guys really didn't like this Which guy. Which again underlines the sadness of WandaVision. Yes, it brings us back to yes, right. because it's like you you go through all that, and you know, again, Wanda, not a character I really care for. She's fine. She's an okay addition, but like she's not up there with Captain America or you know uh, uh, Tony Stark. You know, like or I even I, fucking Ant Man, honestly. Yeah, like I don't, I don't care. I don't care about her. <clears throat> but they've made me care. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, she has this depth, and she's uh, so human. And I'm, I get where she's coming from, and I'm afraid of her power. Yeah. Because I know she's pissed off. 
I, I saw an article briefly that said like this is the best Dark Phoenix ad- adaptation oh, that we've got. I like that. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I get that. Like her powers are scary. Yeah, they've made her intimidating, and you don't mess with her because like her love has been taken from her after you know her her brother was taken from her. That's all she had. Well, then, and, and I keep reading these articles about the the strongest Avengers in the universe, right? You get you get Thor, Captain Marvel, uh, Hulk, and Scarlet Witch. Yeah, and there's always like a play between: is it Captain Marvel? Is it Scarlet Witch? Is it Thor? It's usually between Captain Marvel and Scarlet Witch. Mm. And you read these articles, and it's like, yeah, I get what you're saying, but like, whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah. Until now. This yeah. show is well, kind of exemplifying like how yeah. powerful she really is. And they haven't really shown it in the MCU up until this point. Yeah. Other other than that moment where she, she she saves Vision and you're like, "Holy shit." Yeah. And then obviously that's all for naught to your point. Right. Um other than that scene, what is the evidence that she's one of the most powerful uh Avengers in, right. in the MCU? Well, and and what was it in was it in Civil War? Were they in Civil War? Was that the movie I was thinking of before Age of Ultron? Where Civil War is where they all get mind infected by her and start punching each other. No, no, no. That's that's uh, that's Age of Ultron. Okay, okay, yeah. Good, 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 good. That is the big plot point. Yeah, she does that. Right. But that's that they shows only, they only power. fight each other a little bit. Yeah. Not like in Civil War where they have a big fight scene. Right. It's only a couple of they're in Wakanda. They fight each other there a little bit. She takes control of Hawkeye. Uh huh. Yep. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I was bringing that example up as like, oh, she's powerful. She can control the most powerful of the Avengers. Yeah. But it wears off, and like you know, she never really does that to that extent again. Right. That's the whole thing with uh with uh why we that was the movie that introduced the Hulkbuster uh. Armor. Um, armor and she does it to the Hulk and he goes into that city and he ravages the city and then we get the big fight scene with the Hulk and the Hulk buster and that was really cool yeah but that was because of her yeah so yeah see your point again um, yeah that's exemplifying how powerful she really is but again but again we only see flashes of that so it's like you're telling me she's the most powerful Avenger what I'm seeing is the only one Captain Marvel fought Thanos and put up a good fight, almost beat him. She's yeah. the one flying from planet to planet. She's she's kind of OP right now. Which also, I'm so glad they kind of shit on her in this episode or the the season. Yeah, where like he's like, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but I don't want to talk about that. Bit. Yeah, because she disappeared. She went away. <laughs> yeah, so leave leave her she in the left. past. Leave her in the past. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I did read something that was saying like they might explore that a little bit more that. Um, her mother's cancer. They're like, it, 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 did she cause it? Right, and she yeah. like her, the radiation Taking her from space her power. Right, did that did that fuck her up? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. So that's really cool. That's a lot of you could do a lot of a lot of shit with that. So sure. that's fun. Um, but all in all, I mean, so far, it's they're doing a um a, a just every time you think, well, how are they gonna follow this? Yeah. They're like. We got we, we got, got another it. ace. We got it. We got another ace. Don't worry about it. Okay. So all that being said, I can't help but think about what they could possibly do with Daredevil. I mean, yeah, dude. 
if they were to have that budget, that level of of you know connectivity to the greater story, like even if you don't do a Daredevil movie, you just do you just continue the show. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Is, is making making doing it all over again, like doing another MCU like street level story where occasionally. Like, we'll have one episode in the season where Tom Holland comes in and is like, hey, I'm Spider-Man. What's up? Dude. You know? Oh, God. Just one. Just one. That is so exciting. That's so exciting. He's on set for like five hours. You know? Yeah. Like, that's all you need. Thinking about a live action version of the Spider-Man TV show that is also huh. on Disney Plus, by the way, yep. if you want to nostalgia hard. With and, a, and get really disappointed about how <laughs> shitty poorly all, all of the cartoons you loved as a child were. They're so except bad. For, except for Batman the Animated Series, which holds up. Which is so incredible when you think about, when we talk about these, why these shows are so good. Like when you, when you watch that side by side with the yeah. X-Men Animated Series or the Spider-Man, Spider-Man Animated yeah. Series. And you watch Batman, you're like, dude, this is leaps and bounds better they had to have adults in mind when they made that series yeah it had to be along the lines of like when they were making spawn or something you know like yes like just an adult mindset uh, not not talking about spawn right now but an adult mindset but also accessible to kids because it's batman yeah you know yeah like make it accessible but also like there are deeper themes at play here i i mean i would i would even argue that they failed in um, making it a viable show for kids, I think they mm-hmm. failed in that regard because it's it. I think they focus so it's it's not as dark as obviously Spawn. Spawn has like brutal murders and like <laughs> rape and like all kinds of yeah. fuck. I think the shit. first episode somebody gets shot with like an Uzi. Yeah, and their face gets like <laughs> torn to bits, and it's bloody and yeah. gross and awesome. It gets dragged to hell. It's a really good. It's awesome. That show's awesome. Wanda. <laughs> uh, so it's not on that level, but I would I would venture to say like it. You would have to at least be a teenager to get some of the themes that they're going yeah, for. for. Even sure, for with sure. them being kind of goofy with the show, I think that it's not it's not goofy enough that kids kids will mm. watch it and and just see Batman swinging yeah. from stuff and beating people up and be like, "Ah, oh, Batman's awesome." Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we did when we were kids. Sure. But to really really appreciate that show, you would have to be at least a teenager yeah. would go, oh, I get what they're doing. It was the perfect cartoon to watch with your older brother. Yes. Because yes. that's what happened with me. Like my older brother and my older cousin, they would watch they'd watch Batman and I would just tag along and yeah. watch it anyway too. And I'd be like, Oh, that's cool, it's Batman. Oh look, it's Croc, you know? And be yeah. like, Oh, cool. But, you know, I, I feel like they were watching it because they got it on that slightly higher level than I was capable of at the time. Yeah. So um <clears throat> all right. WandaVision, incredible. Um is there any other show that were there's no other shows that were No, we just have some <clears throat> Trailer Trash <laughs> So this is exciting. Guys, this is really exciting. And uh we're we're gonna <laughs> I mean we might we might hit we might get into the two hour mark on this. Oh one. my god. Oh my god. Um but you guys need to understand something. Okay. We're gonna watch we're gonna watch two trailers, right? Just the two, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, 
if you haven't seen it, go watch it right now so you can kind of follow along with us. We're going to watch the uh, Marvel's Falcon and the Winter Soldier TV show, uh, kind of going along with the theme. But then the next trailer, boy, howdy, <laughs> am I excited. <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. Let's watch this first. We'll be right back. Wow. <laughs> so that was the, 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 the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Kind of a clunky title, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, is it Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Maybe it's Falcon. I don't think and it's the, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, yeah, his I think his character name is just Falcon. It's not the Falcon. Mm. He's just Falcon, Falcon and the Winter so- and the Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want no trouble. Hey man, let me say this right now. Okay. Uh, Anthony Mackie is awesome. He's always awesome. Everything he's in, he's awesome. <laughs> He's and awesome in everything he's in. He, oh, always. Yeah. And um, Altered Carbon shouldn't have been canceled. Let okay. me just say that. Okay. Um, he's hashtag the, Altered Carbon hashtag shouldn't altered have carbon been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> he's just, he's so good. He's so good in everything. Yeah. Everything he touches, it's like, ah, oh, this guy brings a level of charisma and a level of seriousness. He, he's believable as an action star. He's believable mm-hmm. as a comedian. He's so, he's just so good. Yeah. He's so good. Yep. Except for when he played Tupac. Other than that, he was he's <laughs> so good. We know there's only one actor for Tupac, right? Who's that? The guy from uh, uh His hologram? No, that's actually Tupac. <laughs> no. He was there. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, the uh the, the sticky guy Sticky fingers? Not sticky fingers. <laughs> Not sticky fingers. Sticky, sticky fingers. fingers should not be replacing anyone. Come on. That it, that especially includes Blade. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> um. No. 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 Uh. The the uh. The, I forget his name. I forget his name. No. Oh, the dude who played him in the uh, in his biography. I forget if that's him. It, no, the guy that was in um in uh for your virgin. Oh no, dude. He played um. He played MC Hammer. Ah, <laughs> same rapper. Yeah, same rapper. <laughs> same era ish. Same guy. Uh, Romani Malco. Romani Malco. That's his name. And he's incredible too. He's not n- in nearly enough stuff. You tell me he's, he wouldn't be a good Tupac. Oh, I think for sure he'd be a good Tupac. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just need that validation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The guy who played him in the All Eyes on Me autobiography or whatever uh-huh. the equivalent to notorious he looks just like him uh-huh. it's uncanny yeah but uh just n- nobody can mannerisms you just can't it's hard because how how often how often do you see a movie based or a, a movie made based on an actor yeah. it's one thing to base it on like you can base it on uh enig- enigmatic characters sure. who you don't know but when you have a screen presence like Pac had Right, and then to turn around and try to match that—it's an impossible it's, yeah, task. Yeah, it's you, not you fair. You can't do it. You can't do it. Yeah, it's. Um, it's actually, that that reminds me. I, I recently watched the movie Mank. Remember we were talking oh, yeah, about yeah, that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. For award, I, I watched it specifically because of award season, and I was like, I, I gotta see what's going on here mm-hmm. with your with a with a with Mister Old Man, Mister Old Man, um, and uh, Old Man. Yes, and uh, first of all, great movie. I, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I think a lot of people had an issue with it that aren't film people. Mm. 
because it's a very filmy, filmy movie uh, about it's it's a it's something that like La La Land was criticized about, which is like, of course, it's going to get all of the awards because it's a movie about making movies. Yeah, and Hollywood loves to nominate. Oh, movies they about just movies. jerk themselves off all day. Yeah. Um, Remember old Hollywood? I loved it. <laughs> but that uh, what you said brought this to mind about that movie. Oh, it's Burp O'Clock. I know, seriously. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Unstoppable. Uh, but what you what you were saying actually brought this to mind, which is um, they have a uh, an actor playing Orson Welles within the movie. Ah. Because the movie's all about how um, uh, how was, uh, Citizen Kane was, was written. Oh, is that what it's about? Yeah. The, uh, one of the one of the writers of Citizen <coughs> Kane was, uh, his last name was Mankiewicz. He went by Mank. Ah. So it's the... Uh, Oldman is playing Mank. Okay. And uh, he's this alcoholic who, uh, you know, kind of made so-so movies before. But he's just this writer who's really charismatic. And uh, it's the story about how he wrote this all-time classic of a film yeah uh that ended up being like his his greatest achievement basically his magnum opus yes uh so it's a really interesting movie i mean gary Oldman, knock it out of the park always does incredible mm-hmm. it, he deserves any award he gets for that that movie yeah um but they have this guy's name's tom burke who plays orson welles tom burke. uh i i haven't heard of him before <coughs> um but show him to me he uh Nope. Never yeah. seen him. So he does look like Orson Welles, though. He does. I was going to say, though, he has the voice down packed. But within the movie, for some reason, the perfection of the voice almost took away from the physical appearance. Mm. And it made me go, you're not Orson Welles. Like, it's an uncanny valley kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you notice all of the differences in their face. And I'm like, you sound just like him, but I'm not buying it. Mm. I'm not buying it. Interesting. Because when I see that, I'm like, he's got those weird eyes the way Orson Welles yeah. has. And he's the got kinda, the fat face. The kind of chubby face. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and that's not to be a detriment to the movie itself. Definitely check it out. Especially if you're a film nerd like I am. Mank. Uh, check out Mank. It's on Netflix. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that remind me just of that. It's like, it didn't. He didn't quite capture Orson Welles to me. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'm not used to seeing Orson Welles in the way that he was portrayed in that, which is not on camera and like talking to a writer. Yeah. Like, what what are you doing? Hey, we have to get this thing done on time. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but anyway, my mini, re- my mini review for Mank, incredible movie. Uh, uh, I love it because it's about a writer, which there are not many movies about. Yeah. Um, so check it out. <clears throat> okay. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The same type of film. Exactly the same. It's about yeah. a writer uh-huh. who... Um, He's got a deadline. And... It's to kill Captain Zemo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it, you know, it's one of those trailers that's like, look at how, look at how much money we put into this. <laughs> yeah. The effects look incredible. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're it, my first thought was we've passed the um, prestige TV era. Yeah. And we're in this era of like movie quality TV shows. Miniseries. Yeah. They're not like prestige TV was different. 
because it was it was very obviously a TV show. It was just a high quality TV show, sure. but it was not mistaken for a no, long movie. Never. You knew you were watching a TV show. It was it was highly episodic. Right. Yeah. This is different. And WandaVision is in there. And I would even argue Mandalorian is in there where it's like, mm-hmm. this is a movie that's set over like, you know, eight or nine hours. Yeah. This isn't prestige TV. This I'd, is a different, we're in a different era. I would push back a little bit with Mandalorian because it is so episodic. Okay. I'm thinking more of the quality, effects, the quality than I am the structure of the show. Sure, because sure, I sure. agree with you structurally it is a very episodic show it's very obviously a tv show yeah quality wise it's on a level that's like this this is a movie this is a movie um and i think i mean you could argue that wandavision is very episodic too i mean it's a very it's 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 a a clear arc, but literally in the beginning of the season it's it is episodic so i i wonder if they're going to do that with this too, is this going to be a long movie or is this going to be episodic in nature and have like an arc to it? I feel like all of these, including the Loki show that's coming out too after this, I feel like all these are going to be like a big movie. Yeah. Uh, 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 That's my take on it is like, there's no way that they'll spend all that money. If it's just going to be like baddie of the week, you know, like it's going to be this long you know, maybe it will be episodic in a way that like Mandalorian is, where there's this through line throughout the entire thing. There's like an arc, mm-hmm. uh, specifically with like Loki, because I see Loki going through like a bunch of different like adventures every episode. Like yeah. it, it's a different location every time or something. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But you know, like WandaVision's, you know, it except for the the clearly manufactured episodic nature of the beginning of the season, it is a movie. Like yeah. you could see that being just like, Oh, this is chapter one of the movie. This is chapter two, like Tarantino style, you know, right, like right. Ep one, ep two, ep three. And then like that <coughs> breaks at some point And it just becomes like, like when uh vision walks through the credits and it's like, no, I'm not going to stop here. You're not going to make me yeah. forget this, you know, like breaking that fourth wall. I think, uh, makes it more of like an overall overarching story that I see this having yeah. too. And I mean, uh, you know, with Loki, it's going to have to, all of these are going to have to overall impact the MCU in some way. Yeah. Where That's we what see I'm them interested in. in the next movie, uh, chronologically, whatever comes out next, mm. um, whether that's Thor or blade or whatever. It's, I think it's yeah. probably gonna be Thor, isn't it? I think it's going to be the guardians Immortals. four. Immortals first. Immortals first. Then I think Thor. Yeah. Ragnarok. I don't, I don't think Guardians is coming for a while. A couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, same with Blade though, right? Yeah. They haven't even started shooting that. I don't think they have. Yeah. They just. I mean, they just got their writer for it. So yeah. that's at least like three to four years off. And, and and Guardians is. I mean, they're pushing that off because of what everything that. Yeah. Uh, um. What's his name is doing. Um. Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> James Gunn. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. I think this one is going to be... I think it's going to... This one's going to be a little different just because it has characters that are not as outlier as Wanda and Vision are. I mean, they're two... They're two guys who could be main characters sure. if they wanted them to be. Yeah. Which is kind of what we assumed would happen now that Cap's gone. Right? Yeah. You know, he passes the baton... To, not literally the uh, the shield off to quite literally uh, yeah 
off to Falcon. So I think we assumed that we'd have a new Captain America movie yeah, as were like, Falcon. <laughs> Black guy. Ew. <laughs> He's not America. I want my white guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah. So overall, I mean, I think you, you, there is a level of quality that you've come to expect from any Disney production. Sure. So it's like they've got the money. Yeah, and they are really throwing their dicks around on this one mm. for sure. That Mickey Dick. That Mickey Dick. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, there's a lot of Mickey Dick yeah, being thrown around on this that, production. Stuck that Mickey Dick in the dirt. Uh huh. <laughs> so yeah, overall, trash or not? Not, not trash. trash. Not trash. Okay. All right, we're going to dive back in because I'm so excited. We are going to watch the world premiere, 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 premiere of the Fast and the Furious Part 9, the Super Bowl trailer. This bitch is four and a half minutes long, (laughs) and I can't wait. So we'll be right back. Wow. (laughs) I can't. I want to just keep rewatching that. Until this movie comes out. <laughs> the more I think about it, the crazier it gets. <laughs> oh, my God. That was fucking Looney Tunes, man. That was bonkers. Yeah. What? What is that movie even about? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I need all of you to get a vaccine so that we can see this movie oh. in a loud theater yeah. with a bunch of people talking through it. Yeah. That's what I want. Oh, man. Oh, God. That's amazing. All right. Look, I know. All right. We just talked for almost an hour and a half about prestige TV and like high quality. Sure. And blah, blah, blah. Look, okay. But see this. This is the duality of the One Beer and Podcast. Yeah. You have to kind of turn your brains off every once in a while and just go. I'm 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 gonna take anything that you give to me, mm-hmm. Dominic Toretto. Yep. Anything that you want. Uh. <laughs> it's all the way down here. Yeah. But for some reason, he could talk really loud. Quarter mile at a time. Quarter mile at a time. And uh, just turn your brains off for a second, and just you have to. There is no amount of we can't say anything to describe <laughs> that trailer. You have no. to just watch. Please it. Please watch it. Yeah. I am, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to re. I don't even know how to react. I don't know where I am right now. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't, I don't know how to do any. I don't know what to say. So, uh, obviously, Fast and Furious spoilers. If you're not up to date, get up to date before you finish this episode. Seriously. Um. Okay, so obviously the the big <clears throat> reveal that we knew about before is that Han's back, right? Right. So. Canonically, <coughs> that repairs the Shaw relationship, right? Because if he How didn't, so? if he didn't actually kill oh, him, oh, oh, right, right, right. I see what you're saying. In cold yes. blood, then yes, we can be friends now, right? And see, that's cheap because he did kill 100%. him in cold blood, and that's what matters in that movie. Yeah, you see that in the post-credit scene where he cold-bloodedly just. Bam! Right smashes into him. into him. He sees him suffering on the. Gr- we have to see Han die twice. Right. And then he gets on the phone with Dom. It goes Dominic Toretto. Yeah. And like that matters. Like yeah. that matters so much. And I just I, as much as I love Han, 
and I love Han. Love I him. love that character. He is <clears throat> maybe maybe the best character in such a stupid series of movies. Mm. But because of that, you made him your sacrificial lamb. You gave him more time after Tokyo Drift when he figured out you had something special there. You don't want to you don't want to waste him yeah, there anymore. Boba Fett. You Boba Fetted him. Mm-hmm. You brought him back in a dumb way, but a way that worked. Yeah. You know, with uh, making all these movies actually uh, uh, flashbacks, essentially. They they retconned they retconned his life and uh, in such a way that's like we, we li- they literally pushed the there's no way that it was planned for no. Tokyo Drift to be one of the later films. No, because the cars in that movie, like you, you can't say that they were like all period specific and like right. They were period specific when they came out, exactly, and it made perfect sense right. then. Right. Yeah. But I think they maybe they like squinted their eyes and were like, yeah, uh, you can't see any brand new cars in there. Right. You know. So it's all bullshit. But at the same time, like his death mattered and it had gravity because of that. Yes. So <clears throat> unlike something like, you know, a WandaVision or another, you know, let's say better narrative. Um, yikes. I um, know, right. Watch your mouth. I'm sorry. That's why the burp came out. I was yeah. the evil leaving my body. I'm can, so sorry. It's like, relax now. Um, unlike we're a better storytelling like this is again i don't like i don't like your tone unlike storytelling of another ilk all right yeah um this feels like they're bringing him back just because they know he's a fan favorite yeah it's starting to get into like the wrestling realm where it's like ah we're bringing him back out of retirement yeah he retired two times before and it was a big event both of those times but bring him on back yeah now that being said there's enough silly nonsense within this entire thing that looks like it's still going to be worth the admission. Yeah. So I'm not saying that to say I'm not going to see this movie. Oh, contraire. I will be there first day, first assuming, day. assuming it's safe, it's safe to be there. To be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for mm-hmm. it because the action is what we come for for these movies, and it's all there. Uh, it, <clears throat> you can't say that you're a fan of like mid to late 90s action movies and not love these fucking movies. Sure. Right? If you're a fan of any Schwarzenegger movie, any Sylvester Stallone movie, any Jean-Claude Van Damme movie, if you were able to watch those and go, I'll buy this. <laughs> this is fine. You just have to yeah. enjoy these fucking well, movies. I, I mean, I, I think I can speak for both of us and say the holy trinity of these movies is five, six, and seven. Yeah. Th- those are the crown jewels of this entire series. Definitely. The, there are some good spots before that. Eight's okay, mm-hmm. but five, six, and seven are just... That's, that's where they really hit the money. But the thing is, to truly get all of it, you need to watch all, all of, it. of it. Yep. You need to watch all of it. <clears throat> you know, uh, to your point about retconning characters, I mean, I say this with all seriousness... The only problem I have with this film series is their inclination to do that. Mm. When they when they either bring a character back or when they go, well, this character is cool now because he's super popular, so we're gonna like bring him into the gang. They did it. They've done it multiple times, and 
to the point that it's become like a trope of the movies and I just it just it doesn't sit right with me because Jason Statham is such a good bad guy yeah he's such a good villain it's criminal Uh, to make him part of the gang and make him a good guy make him an anti-hero and same for the rock i will die on this hill number five fast and furious fast five yep is his best acting to date he did his this it's his best role and it's one of the best villains in the entire series. Yeah. I will die on that hill. He knocks it out of the park in a way that people will they'll appreciate this later when they're looking at the canon of his films yeah. and they're all going to be fucking uh, uh Jumanji movies and fucking Tooth Fairy movies and all that shit. He <laughs> when they look back on his filmography uh-huh. when he's retired and and they're going to look at Fast 5 and go we slept on this role. Mm-hmm. This this was the shit. He really yeah. fucking this this was a role. did something with this one. He did. Well, it, it, it that movie because I I saw it recently. I rewatched it. Oh recently. oh oh. How so you? Are I'm you, going through the rewatch. Okay, now. Yeah. so where where are you at right now? Uh, six. Just finished six. Okay. Yeah, just finished six, and that's why uh you know Han is so fresh in my mind. I was gonna say all this is really fresh. For exactly. You right now. Yeah. I ju- yeah. I just saw him die again. Again. And. Uh, it, you know, it, it's tough because he is such a lovable character, and you you treasure the extra time you have with him. But it's it is just incredibly cheapened by the fact that I know he's coming back now. Yeah, you know, like that yeah. hits so less hard, and that takes away. Uh, it's not Owen Shaw. What's his name? Uh, Deckard Shaw. Deckard Shaw. It takes away his menace so much. Yeah. And then knowing, obviously, we have Hobbs and Shaw coming down the pipe and stuff like that. Yes. It's like, you know. All, all of that removes the teeth of all of the villains. And at the time, like, Deckard Shaw is such a perfect foil to um, to Dom. Yeah. Because it's all about family, right? Mm-hmm. And so Dom's fighting for his family. Deckard Shaw is fighting for his family. Right. And they're going at it. And it's just... It's just perfect and and i will i will even venture to say that outside of our maybe unexplainable love for this film series that plot point is good regardless sure it's just yeah. a good it, idea it's it is dare i say smart it, yeah yeah and, and all of this dumb brawn and bluster yeah it is an actual good plot point to have everything focused on Dom Toretto's La Familia right. and then have the villain go, I have the same exact motivation right. as you do. So what are you going to say to me now? Yeah. Your family's not more important than my family mm-hmm. and you took something from me and now I'm taking something from you. So where do we go right. from here? We're, that is a conflict that is yeah. interesting and on its own. And we're both street kids. Right. Like that we're both from like our own slums right and we we fought our way up and we, now we're going head to head I, I would even venture to say that you know obviously for for uh for for political reasons and for popularity reasons you get hobbs and shaw but the more compelling movie is toretto and shaw yeah right for sure i guess six and seven are toretto and shaw but yeah i would i would say that well, they no, are uh, more compelling or seven, seven and, and eight. eight seven and eight yeah, yeah. Are more compelling. Their their uh, uh, friction is more compelling than Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, they're just two charismatic 
actors. Yeah, and they, they play well off of each other, but the problem is their characters... It, they have no reason to... Right. Yeah, it, other than like a crook and a cop yeah. getting together and having to deal with that. Like That's an interesting dynamic, but the way that they've been presented to us, it's not very interesting. But not... Yeah, and not only that, Shaw goes... I mean, you start giving him this... this been there, done that backstory of like, oh, he's a spec ops agent who went bad because he had to because of this, that. And you're like, come on, it dude. It weakens it. Yeah, yeah. How many times has fucking Jason Statham played a spec ops agent gone bad? Yeah. He who's, who still has a heart of gold and who still saves the damsel in the end. It's like, come on, nah, dude. He could have just been a bad guy. Yeah, just let him, <laughs> just be, a bad, him be a bad guy. He was guy. a bad dude. He's yeah. a badass. And the reason he killed all those people was because you fucked over my family. Now, fuck you. That's the, it. And the intro to seven. I'm just remembering off, off the top of my head. Perfect introduction for him. Yeah. That entire thing of him oh, going through the, the hospital. hospital. And everyone's just like stuck in windows. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like uh, it looks like the hallway scene in Metal Gear Solid when yeah. you get introduced to Gray, uh, Gray Fox. Yeah. And you're just like, all these bodies are everywhere. Yep. You, yeah. Come on, man. Perfect. Perfect. He throws a grenade back or whatever mm-hmm. and blows up the, the SWAT team. It's so good. It's so good. Love it. They do things. They, they'll, they'll, it's two step forward and one step back, you know, yeah. in that series. But all that being said, this almost five minute trailer. Yeah. How did it leave you? I mean, I'm, I am, I am so game for this. I, I want to see it. I want to see it in IMAX. I, I want. I want <laughs> the biggest, loudest theater we can possibly find. I want to. I want to find somebody with like a, a hookup for anabolic steroids. Yeah. And just I want to take them. <laughs> I want to be juiced to the gills. A little bit of speed. And I want to go into that theater and just I want to tear my fucking hair. Huff out some while nitrous. I'm yes. Go in there with a bunch of uh, nitrous. Um, cans and mm-hmm. also the Nas energy drink. Yes, yes. And just be pound bowl. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> sound like Darth Vader in just the back no, seat. No breathing. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I want a full on adrenaline rush. I yeah. want my 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 veins to 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 Bulge. Be, Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. I'm so excited. Only for that scenario though. If I have to watch this on HBO Go or Max, excuse me, yeah, I don't want to do it. I want to see this in a theater. This is yeah. this is one of the rare exceptions, and uh, you know, like it's strange because I, d- I don't like. Hmm. I feel that way partially for you know the like a great Nolan movie, you yeah. know. But I, you know, I would still watch a spectacle like that at home. Oh, we did, and we did. With Tenet, but this is one of those things like I want to experience with other people. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to see Tenet in a huge IMAX theater, but it's not because of the other people factor. And I feel like the other people factor actually outweighs just the spectacle of seeing it on an IMAX screen for me. Like I want audience participation in a movie like this. I've seen almost all of the Fast and Furious movies in in a theater. Yeah. The only one I missed, I think, was four, which is fine. <laughs> I saw four in the theater. I didn't see four in theaters. I didn't see four in theaters because... I didn't want to. I At the time, I hadn't seen three yet, which turned out to be one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but two rubbed me the wrong way. Right, right. So I was like, this is getting stupid. Let me back out of this. Yeah. But four is really where they like get serious and like we get this new storyline. Yeah. But I will say four is the only one that wasn't a party. All the other movies you watch are a party in the theater. And I want that experience again. Yeah. You know, like yeah. every single one, even two. Honestly, dude, four was two. It wasn't when you watch the movie, you're like, oh, that sucked. But when you get out of the theater, uh-huh. you, you talk about how much that was like, oh, that that wasn't that great. Right. Mm. But think about <clears throat> put yourself back into that time frame when four came out. Yeah. Because you had two, which was met with mixed reviews. Sure. I feel differently about it. We exemplify the mixed yeah. reviews. I will say, though, the two shining moments is any interaction with Tyrese and Paul Walker. Oh, yeah, for sure. Those two guys, I wish we had more interaction between them throughout the entire series. I don't know why they didn't pair them up more in the later movies. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like it's a crime that for some reason they only pair up Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Yeah, and, all the time. Ty- and Tyrese and Ludacris. Yeah, it. it why? No, 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 no. They don't, like, I'm sorry, but Paul Walker and Vin Diesel on screen, they, like, they butt heads in the first, uh, the first, I was going to say episode, yeah. the, the first movie for a reason, because they are, like, completely different characters. Right. They and, are the foil yes. to each other. So, I don't, they don't <clears throat> mesh very well. It's kind of boring when they come together. Like, it, well, it's fine. Because but, what do they do? and that's it dom you gotta yeah exactly exactly it's it's kind of dull but like the tyrese dynamic to the straight man of paul walker it's 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 uh it's peanut butter and chocolate i said forget about it cuz <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it's beautiful i love it i love it so i will give to that yeah okay so let me let me let me put you in this place right two you get that, and people are going like. Some people are like, "This was fun. I liked it." And you have Ludacris, who like, you know, he had the Louis Vuitton pickup truck, yeah. and it was awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, then you get three, and three is a spinoff. So people are going, "What's going on? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is happening?" So Toretto is now out of two and three. <clears throat> the whole the, except for the very end, right? But but he's not in the movie. Yeah. He's not part of the movie. Um, so you you've got a universe now where you're like, what are they? What's happening yeah. right now? What what are we doing? Then four comes around, and you know how four is advertised. Hmm. We're bringing back Toretto. We're bringing back Michelle Rodriguez, and we're bringing back uh, the sister. I've, I f- fucking forgot her name. Uh, Brewster, something. Yeah, Brewster. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something. Yes, yes. It's like Julie or something. So we're bringing yeah. all of them back. We're restarting the series. So number four was a huge deal. It was a really big deal. Yeah. So everybody ran to the theater to see Except all of those characters. I checked out at that point. Because I was <laughs> no because right. at that at that time because okay, quick history lesson for you. Fast and Furious was my introduction to like tuner culture. Not to cars, because I was, you know, always into cars. But into like Japanese tuner culture. Yeah. As it was most of my generation. Yeah. Got into it because of that. This, this culture was going on before that. Uh, I think my cousin was more into it at the time, too, with actual, like, Japanese uh, import cars. But that was my kind of, like, my leeway into it, uh, into being serious about Japanese tuner culture. Right. And from then, 
you know, <laughs> I, I, I started getting the Super Street magazine, uh, you know, looking into cars I want when I get old enough to get it. Right. Um, looking into the top tuner cars, going to the actual, like, tuner shows. Me and my cousin would go to, like, some uh, tuner car meets and stuff like that. And... Uh, <sighs> That's cool. Yeah, I mean, like all that—that that was the introduction to that world to me, basically. Yeah. Uh, but then once, once the sort of facade of Fast and Furious uh, wafted away, and and Part Two came out, and it was a comic book, basically. Yeah. Um, Watch your mouth. <clears throat> sorry, it's true. I'm not saying it's not entertaining, but it was a comic book. The real tuner guys said. It's bullshit. So sure, you know, I'll I'll give you that. Number part two is a movie that is a, a precursor to what they're gonna do later on. Yeah, which is a complete departure to. But three brings it back a little bit. Yeah, because there is more of a respect paid to actual like drift culture within that. Uh, two of the old guys that you see fishing while they're while he's training while the future DK yeah, is DK. is training. And he keeps crashing his uh, his uh, lancer. Um, those guys are actual like drift legends. Like, oh, the the old guy I think on the left is actually his name was DK. Like he was known as the Drift King. Oh, okay. So that's cool. Yeah, and actually his life was semi autobiographied <laughs> into Initial D, the anime. Really? Yeah. You know what? Okay. All right. I need to watch part three again. Please. I'm going to watch it again. Let me know when you want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can I get my Blu-rays back? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, we'll see. You can watch it here. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So um, I've uh, that was actually a, a, a pull back into semi-realistic tuner culture. Right. Um, but then from then it became not about that at all. Right. Which is fine. And that's what I prefer is like, let's not even pretend like we're trying to be true to this this subculture right because at that point by the time four came around i'm like i don't give a shit about like this is cartoon bullshit yeah i'm actually into like looking at these magazines going online and like seeing what the coolest cars are around and what what car i want to tune and what i want to tune it with and what uh, what's the turbocharger i want on this thing and yeah etc etc um and getting like really nerdy about it and i became almost like too good for it yeah and then I went, check yourself <laughs> for you. Wreck, wreck yourself. yourself. And <clears throat> I saw three. And I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. I like this. Yeah. And then four came around like after the fact. And I'm like, five looked good. And I'm like, I think I'm going to see five in theaters. Yeah. And then I saw it in theaters. and I went, okay, I have to watch four. <laughs> yeah. And then that's how it went. And then, <clears throat> and then from then on, we started watching them in theaters. Yes. So I think, yeah, we saw six, seven, and eight. Yeah. Together. Yeah. Um. Yeah, which is really funny, because uh, I didn't see I didn't see one and two in theaters. Um, actually, I don't think that's no. I saw three in theaters, thinking, you know, there has to be something to it, right? Mm. And and just thinking like ah, because I wasn't like uh, I was I mean, I, like you said. I mean, it was it was an introduction to a lot of people. It was a lot of people's introduction to tuner cars yep. and being into that subculture. And a lot of people, once they got over that, once they got over, um, um, ah, shit, what is that game? Ah, uh, shit. 
Need for Speed Underground? No, no, no. Midnight Run. Ah. Midnight uh, but, Club. Midnight Club. But but Need for Speed Underground is obviously that's a big one. Everybody always cites that one. But my game that I like, I actually like Midnight Club more than um, Need for Speed Underground. Mm-hmm. I do like Need for Speed Underground a lot. Yeah. But Midnight Club for me, I just there's something about the open world aspect of just driving around, find a car to race, flash your lights yeah, at him yeah. and go, "What's up, dude?" And he's like, let's fucking do this. And you just go, all right, we're doing it. And mm-hmm. like something about that is just so fucking dope. Yeah. So that was my shit. But anyway, I went to see four with my homeboy and a bunch of other people. It was like a big group of mm-hmm. us. And it was all a bunch of Puerto Rican people. It's perfect. <laughs> Everybody who was it. like into cars and shit. And there was some girl that I was trying to hook up with. That Everyone has a Honda Civic. Of course. With a muffler course. on it. Uh, and I, and we all saw four together. That was a big deal. And, uh, everyone like liked it enough for what it was, but yeah. I walked out with my critic eye going, eh, it wasn't it. Yeah. So then five rolls around and you, you get introduced to the rock. And of course we're all like the rocks, the X factor in that series. I mean, he really is. Yeah. He really is. Yeah. He, I mean, he helps turn the corner and, um, I, like I just said, I think it's one of I think it's his best performance. Yeah, and you watch it and you just like this movie fucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this movie fucks, dude. Yep. I love this shit. Yeah. I fucking love every Set second of that movie. Incredible. Yeah, the at, vault. And you're like, this fucking this is the best. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the shit before. And you're like, that's good. That's a good thing. Don't fucking go back but, to that shit. But it does. It, it links enough for you to get something out of it if you've seen all right. the movies. Yes. Oh, it pays yes. off. It pays yes. off if you've seen those movies. But it's not necessary. You don't need to have seen them, but if you had... It adds more to it. Yes. And I love that in narrative. I <coughs> yes. love it. And then, I love it. And then, like you said, that's when that's kind of... That's where we get into 6, 7, and 8 together. Yeah. And that's where we get here to present day part nine mm-hmm. we haven't even talked about john cena yet no <laughs> we, we couldn't see him <laughs> we could the whole, whole fucking thing i will say i mean okay we give a lot of liberties to these movies we let a lot of shit go that is gonna be hard yeah i'm just gonna say it right now that's gonna be a little hard to accept John Cena is uh, on your on your uh, <laughs> your your washing machine. Whitest white. <laughs> Whitest white. Whereas Vin Diesel is not. Vin Diesel is this ambiguous. Uh, what is he kind of like? Is he mixed? Is he yeah. like how you know? Is he white? Is he Latino? Is He's he none he, of those things. He, he, he I think has been labeled in in the Fast and Furious series as mixtino. Yeah. He looks like he could be uh, just a mix of black and white, or he could be ambiguously Latino. Yeah. Or, I, I uh, mean, to me, if, if I were to guess like with no with no context. Some kind of Italian. Yeah, I would say. Toretto. Probably, Toretto. Toretto. What is, is that? That, Italian? that sounds Italian. Yeah. So like Italian and Mexican maybe. Yeah. Or like South Italian. Some Yeah. Something know, that would give him, you know. Olive skin. That, that Yeah. And you're like. Well, there's no way he's just white. No. There's no, You know, he's not Irish. No. <laughs> he's not a Cena. So, yeah. So, that's already kind of a leap that you're you're making us do. Yeah. With them being bro- you they didn't have to be brothers. They no. didn't have to be no. brothers. But I see what they're doing. It's it's exactly what we were talking about about uh um 
Deckard Shaw being a foil to to Dom because we're talking about family. So they're talking about, oh, well, your own family could be against you. And I just like, don't. It's yeah, a stretch. Yeah, but it, it goes against it goes against the the narrative, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is La Familia. The, sure. And then his his own brother wants to kill him, and you're like, and then the trailer was like, not all family or not all blood is family, and you're like, yeah. no, you don't get to betray <laughs> the whole thing. Well, and not only that, but I feel like they already played with that in eight. Because it was all about Vin Diesel oh, yeah, potentially being against the, the right, family. Right, so they already did this. They already did that. Right, yeah. yes, and, and exactly. Then not, not only that, but like Vin Diesel's so about family, right? But we never heard a word about John Cena. I was, I was going to say that. I and was it, gonna it, get it, to it, that. Yeah. it's going to be, I, I can guarantee it's going to be. We don't talk about him. Yeah. He 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 went off. He moved to Alaska. That's yeah. why his skin is so pale. Yeah, I don't. We we don't talk about that we guy. He got a nose job guy. because he doesn't look anything like us. Yeah. He's not part of the family, right? <laughs> this is it's so <laughs> cheap, and you know they're gonna do that. They're gonna say like, yeah, we. I don't. He's not really my family. We went dinner, and he didn't want to. He didn't want to drink Coronas. <laughs> he wanted a Snapple, and so he was like, "You're not family." You're a buster. Yeah. <laughs> the buster brought me home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Where has he been, dude? Because okay, you want to say that he's his long lost brother, sure. But we've known these characters since they were in their early twenties. Sure. And so we, he has to have been gone. We know his. We know Dom's story, right? right? We, we know, know it. it. We, we know, know it. Top everything. to bottom. Right. We know it when he was a kid and he saw his dad get in the car accident. He died yep. and he beat that guy almost yep. to death. And then socket wrench. And then from then on, he just became this outlaw, basically. Yeah. And since then, he got he accrued this crew. Yeah. Um, and that's where we meet him. Yeah. Is he's he has a crew and, you know, he works kind of as a mechanic during the day or whatever. Yeah. Um, and steals DVD TV sets yeah. at night. Yeah. Right? No mention of a brother. None. Not so at all. If Okay, so let's, let's give them the benefit of the doubt and say he's this long-lost brother that, you know, maybe he knows about and we don't talk about, or maybe he doesn't know about. Maybe he finds out about in this in this movie, right? So then the, the entire narrative of, like, he's part of the family, don't you fucking yawn, okay? <laughs> we're, we're, we're in it for the long haul. Yeah, we're going, man. Uh, sure, he's this long lost brother. Okay, then then the way that we can justify it is, you know, he's not family. Fuck this guy. I don't know him. Yeah, you know, he's he he's off doing his own thing, and I don't know. He's a master thief, apparently. It's assassin. A master thief and assassin. Yes. They said he was a master thief. They said assassin too. So he's a master thief. He, they master said assassin, assassin as he was going down that uh, Thievius Raccoonus uh, <laughs> <laughs> zip line. Yeah. Okay, so he has a brother who is a master thief and a master assassin, and we've only heard about him in the ninth film. Sure. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Okay. 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 Noth- no mention of space. So... But there is this stealth ship that comes with a magnet yep. to pick up his car. That probably has that's the thing that gets them to space. Probably, right? yeah. 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 Maybe it like gets them up there and like drops them into and they orbit. Fucking <laughs> and they fucking <laughs> just fucking car just gets ripped <laughs> to shreds. And then Vin Diesel and, and Michelle Rodriguez are just flying in the air. 
and he catches her and mm-hmm. lands on a mountaintop somewhere on his back and yep. he's fine she's okay he just goes <laughs> <laughs> and she's still wearing the chain the chain hasn't like <laughs> ripped her skin off no love familiar that softens the fall somehow yeah so not trash is not what you're trash. saying okay not, not yeah not trash not for trash. me too not trash. i have to go pee okay i'll be back so let's end it with this um when this episode comes out it'll be valentine's day so i just wanted to just wanted to talk a little bit about valentine's day before we get out of here i know we've been <laughs> this is a long one um we haven't done we haven't done one like this in a while yeah you know you but could say it's been a while. It's been a while. Thank you. Uh, but I'm I'm glad. I like doing the long ones. It's uh, it's Valentine's Day. I like doing the long ones. Bring <laughs> <laughs> uh, out the midnight oil. That's right, baby. Mm. Shall we review this one too? Uh, yes. Another prosperity joint. Let's do it. Uh, this is from Prosperity Brewers. Uh, Clutch Plate IPA at seven percent ABV. Um. It just says taste prosperity. Cheers. Cheers. Chin chin. Ooh, this one's good. Again, out of Boca Raton. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever shared this story on the podcast before. We've we've definitely. Uh, I love that they've got tank on. The oh can. my god! I love that they just they don't put him all over the can. They're yeah. like, look for him. There he is. <laughs> Where's where's Waldo? Yeah, they've got tank on the can. Look out for tank on the can. Love it. Yep. Uh, okay. Is he is he in the same spot? Yeah, he's in the same spot. Okay, I love that. I love that. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show. Uh, because we've we've, I mean we've we've probably we've had to have overlapped with Valentine's Day, how long we've been doing the show. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me. But seeing as this is actually going to come out on Valentine's Day, I wanted to tell a story about um, my worst Valentine's Day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there's is, one that sticks out to you. Yeah, yeah, I've had I've had a lot of bad ones. <laughs> this one's the worst though. I was, I want to say 19. Okay. And uh, uh, for those of you that don't know me, <laughs> which is most of you. I had a long-term girlfriend in high school, on and off, um, for pretty much the whole time. And when we went off to college, uh, she we broke up. And um, let me re- let me rephrase. She broke up with me. Ah. Let me re- let me let me rephrase. Um, I thought we were on a break, and it wasn't a break. It was a break up. Oh, right. And uh, I wasn't privy to this knowledge. And uh, ah. I'll tell you something very. <laughs> Maybe, fuck it. I'll tell. I'll tell it. I'll tell it. I don't care. When we were uh, last time we spoke, um, seriously, uh, I thought we were on a break. It was a breakup, and <laughs> she was. Uh, she was like. Um, she was like. I, we, we. I thought we talked about this. This was. I thought we broke up. We're. We're done. And I was like, no. We were on a break. How 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 do you confuse that? I know I didn't confuse that shit. I know for sure I didn't go eh, and go super <laughs> casual with it because this, this is a friends episode. You realize? <laughs> I'm like this isn't uh this that's not how I roll. I don't I, I I'm not gonna 
just kind of be casual about it and go, ah, we'll see what happens, especially not then, you know, fucking high school. <clears throat> and she was like, no, I thought it was a, I thought it was a breakup. So she had already moved, moved on, on and yeah. was at some, was with some guy. <laughs> Sucks. So yeah, bad. dude. Oh no. It was, it was, Ugh. she, I mean, I was shattered. I was yeah. shattered into a million pieces. I was like, because in my head I was like, it's a break. We'll come back yeah. together after you just whatever. Feel so stupid. I felt like a moron. I yeah. felt like, I felt like such a jackass for for. I mean it 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 honestly. I mean I know it's high school, but it it's those things that inform everything. Honestly, mm-hmm. and you're in your formative years, you go through a thing, and people can call it immature, and they can call it young love or what have you, but it. It doesn't go away. It sticks in the back of your mind. Even sure. when you're like, I'm an adult, I'm over it. I don't think I don't think about that time and go, oh, I can't believe that happened to yeah. me. I can laugh about it. That's why I can tell this story on the podcast. Right. But it does still stick with you where you're like, I'm that gonna, sucked. I'm gonna make different decisions <laughs> because of that. <laughs> right? So okay. Yeah. So she shatters my entire existence. I don't know who I am anymore. I don't know what I'm doing. And this kind of happened, this fell around Valentine's Day. And so a buddy of mine, he's like, let's go to this party that another friend of mine is throwing. It's at his apartment. It's really cool. A bunch of us will be there. Um, we're like 19, 18 at the time. And it's like, he's super cool. And he was able to get a hookup on drinks. Mm-hmm. So there'll be a bunch of fucking alcohol there. It'll be a great time. Mind you, I started drinking and smoking really really late in terms of how soon people do it i know people who started fucking drinking at like 14 years Ugh. old i know that's yeah it's but it, it took me a long it took me a while in terms of like how soon people usually do that right, right so i didn't right. i didn't smoke weed ever ever mom not never. without never touch the stuff not without a license for your <laughs> medical condition not without a uh, uh, doctor's in the state of florida uh and and i didn't start drinking until i was 25 wow no i didn't start, i that's mean that's bullshit <laughs> I know you. You were there. <laughs> I was there for twenty one, baby. Yeah, man. Uh huh. Um. So I remember it. If you don't, <laughs> I part of it. I remember uh, throwing up at a Checkers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll tell that story the, one day. The drive through. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Right, you know what we said to the drive through lady who was uh. there because she saw it happen. It's his birthday. <laughs> I bet she was like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> I have to clean that up later. She threw her food at us. <laughs> oh, man, that's amazing. It's not amazing. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, so, but this was the, this was one of the first times that I, like, went hog wild. Yeah. There was, I mean, I'd been to, like, house parties and shit, and you'd have, like, a drink or whatever. You'd have some of the punch, somebody, like, yeah. a shotgun or, 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 you know. Some punch punch. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this was the first time that I went hog wild, bro. And there was, they had a guy there who was making... Uh, mixed drinks and this was the first time i ever had jack and coke oh. rum and coke okay. not jack and coke rum and coke i remember this because what kind of what kind of rum was it bacardi or was it it was like definitely a, bacardi okay 100 yeah. yeah, bacardi yeah. because so i'm getting bacardi um rum and cokes do they have to like back. do they have like a, a hired uh uh bartender quote unquote hired okay. bartender he All was right. a guy who could mix drinks right I think, like, at the time, I was like, this is super dope. Now that I reminisce on it, it was just a guy who could mix drinks. Got it. Like most of the... 
Jesus oh, Christ. God. Like most of the DJs at yeah, the time. Exactly. It's all you, yeah, you, you can is he a DJ or is he a guy who can who just who plays some songs? Yeah. yeah. You got a playlist? Okay. You're the guy, you're hired. Yeah, yeah. So he's making drinks. He doesn't care that I just keep coming back every ten minutes. He's just throwing them to me, right? Now I'm tossing them back. Mm. Then they get um jello shots. This is the first time I ever had jello shots. Bro, I I I'm not kidding you. I had probably conservatively I'd say 8. Oh god. Maybe more, but I'll say 8 for the for the story. And I guarantee no water in between. Absolutely no water. <laughs> None. <laughs> not a drop. I'm just fucking going pounding crazy. Yeah. And and I'm drinking them so fast that they're not hitting me, right? Because I'm just drinking them so yeah. fast. They're and waiting. I, they're waiting yes, here. Yes. And you're young <laughs> and you're dumb, but you're mostly young. And you can your your metabolism is so fast that like it's not gonna hit you for a while. It takes a little bit. Yeah. You know, when you're older, you take a drink and your metas your metabolism's so slow that it like fucking hits your liver and it goes boom. <laughs> exactly. But when you're younger, like you just fucking you run through that shit, right? Quick admission. I've gotten to the age where I've had too much to drink and literally before the drunk is done, I feel the hangover. Dude, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> it's awful. Before I go to bed, I'm like, I already have a headache. I feel bad. This sucks. I feel bad. Yeah. The good is no longer lasting. What's happening? <laughs> it makes you want to drink more because it's like, all right, this well, hurts. I want to. Yeah, I don't want to feel this anymore. <laughs> I was yeah. drinking to escape the pain. Why am I feeling this now? Why have you betrayed me? All right. So yeah, tossing the drinks back, going hog wild. Then they start to catch up with me, and slowly but surely, everything just starts to get hazier and hazier. Oof. It's like it's like when you're playing GTA, and the more you keep tossing those <laughs> drinks back, yeah, and and uh, a red I, dead, yes, and <laughs> you just start falling over, and it, it's all blue and purple. And uh, I I remember a cup. I remember a handful of things that I did. One thing that I did that was really shitty. And if you're watching this, I apologize. <laughs> but a friend of mine, he was there with us, and I. I was about to drink another jello shot, but instead of drinking that jello shot, I saw him in like across the room from me. <clears throat> and I fucking beamed him with this thing. I threw it as hard as I could and it slammed against him. It fucking spilled all over his Ugh. all over his clothes, all over the wall of the apartment that I was at, on the carpet. God. And he looks at me and he goes, What why did why? you do that? And I was like, Bro, you think that I would do some shit like that? Marco Dupa, you think that I would? I remember this is the last thing that I remember is doing this to him. I was like, "Come on, son!" Before, before the circle closed, <laughs> I was like, "Come on, that ain't a thing that Dupa would do." Yeah, you accuse me of that shit. That's all, folks. <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, that was pretty much around the time where like it was over. And I then, guarantee everyone else went. He's drunk as fuck. Oh, oh yeah, big <laughs> time. Oh, then, because this story's not over. Okay, I I come to. And I'm in the bathroom throwing up, and one of my girlfriends is handing me uh, Ritz crackers. Ah, nice. And instead of eating the Ritz crackers- You became the liability. Yes, yes. I became the, the, the like, oh, God, now we have to deal with this thing. Yeah. Party's uh, over, folks. I'm in the toilet. I'm throwing up. She's handing me crackers. Every time she hands me a cracker, I crush it <laughs> into my hands. 
and I just let it sprinkle onto the floor, and I'm laughing maniacally. It's the funniest <laughs> thing that I've ever done in my whole life. And, and if people don't realize, your throw up is the most violent I've oh, ever heard in real life. It's awful. It's a scream throw up. Yeah. It's a war cry. <laughs> um, so I can only imagine you going. <laughs> 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 Sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. <clears throat> uh, again, sorry. If you're on headphones. Yeah. Uh, so I'm crushing these crackers. I'm throwing up. Uh, finally, they're like, we got to leave. We can't continue to be throwing <laughs> up in this guy's apartment, right? They pick me up, try to get me to the car. I find out that the girl that I, I wanted to hook up with, she hooked up with another uh, guy. So that was heartbreaking. I've already, I'm already shattered to pieces. Right, and the then the rebound thing. chick is already like off yeah. doing her own thing. And I'm yeah. just like, I'm fucking, I'm useless. Why, why am I on this planet? This is, there's no reason to be here anymore. I, I yeah. fucking suck. Everything sucks. Don't take me home. Mm. Take me and drop me off in a ditch somewhere because that's all I'm worth. Yeah. Take me to the sea. <clears throat> so I go, I go back to my homeboy's house and I pass out there. I had to get up the next morning and go to work. I was working at Taco Bell at the time. Oh. I, ra- I, I, I raced home, changed into my shit. I had throw up on my on my clothes. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I took a quick shower. I put I, I, I wore my, I put on my Taco Bell uniform. I go to work and I have I mean, it's top five hangovers of God all time. Damn. And my uh, it's so bad that I have to keep going into the public bathroom. Mind you, this was a. Uh, I mean, it was a day that it wasn't very busy in there. Yeah, so, like, it, it, it's not like I was, like, pushing people, like, get out of right, my right, way and, like, yeah. throwing up. But I kept going up into the bathroom and throwing up. And yeah. I had, I actually had to tell my manager, I'm like, look, I got to be honest with you. I'm, I'm crazy hungover. Like, I, yeah. I, I can't function right now. And, and she was cool. And she you was could like, say you, know, you had a. Baja Blast. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so yeah, much. I hate me too. She was cool about it. You know, she she didn't work me too hard. She let me, you know, just sit back in the back and drink a bunch of water until like a customer came and she let me leave early. Nice. And uh and 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 that was pretty much that. That was one of the worst nights I've ever had. And I remember it was Bacardi rum because for at least the next six months, I couldn't even smell rum without being. And and when people say like, you know, when you drink a lot and then you smell it and it makes you sick. Yes, that yeah. is a real thing. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. And I remember it because yeah. for a long time I couldn't drink rum. It made me sick to my I, I wanted to go. I Yeah, I wanted to throw up. I'm glad that you got over that with um, with uh, tequila. Because yes. most of modern day like bullshit pandemic uh, hand sanitizer smells just like really bad tequila. Maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe the fact that like every time I, Exposure I there, rub it yeah. into my hands, I just keep smelling it. And I'm like, all right, it's not as bad as it was before. Yeah, yeah. could be. Could be. Because now I'm like, I, I you know, I'm, uh, I'm still not to the point where I'll go out and be like, let's drink tequila shots. But a mixed drink with tequila or just tequila straight if it's like a really good tequila. Yeah. I'll, I'll drink that. Yeah. I'll drink that. So, yeah, that was the worst. That's still, you know, I mean, Valentine's Day is usually like, what, super casual day. You you bring your loved one some flowers. Yeah. Some, some ca- chocolate. Candy. Yeah. 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 
Speaking of candy, mm. I mean, there's only one way to really end this show, right? And that's a Mount Rushmore of candy. <laughs> Valentine's, Valentine's candy. candy. Yeah, yeah for sure. <clears throat> so what's, what do you think is the worst thing that you could receive? From the, hearts. the hearts, the Has hearts, the hearts, the chalky hearts, right? Yeah. Awful. Yeah. Awful. Um, yeah, I can't think of many other, and many other worse than that though. Um, as for the opposite end of that, you know, there, there are, there are levels to the, the, the box of chocolates, right? Definitely. We all know this. You yes. know, you, you know by the price point alone. Um I found a new appreciation for Godiva chocolates. Mm. You know the little squares? Yep. Um <coughs> they're more expensive and look fancy for a reason. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cuz they're really good. Like all of them. Every single one. Yep. Every single one. Um but as far as the assorted box of chocolates goes, everyone hates the uh, the cherry one, right? Yeah, yeah. It's fine to me. Oh. I don't. I don't hate it. I also don't hate the uh, the the coconut. Oh, everyone hates the coconut. Oh, what's the matter with you? I don't hate that. See, like I don't. I wouldn't say I'd like them, but they're fine. If I were to accidentally bite into one, I'd just I'd keep eating it. Oh. Um. I throw the whole box away. No, no, no. For my favorites, um, hmm. I mean, anything with caramel is a pretty safe bet. Of course. Right? Yeah. Um, there are some that have, uh, on rare occasion, like a mocha flavor. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Love them. Yeah. I love anything with like a cookie crust inside too, like mm. a cookie crunch. Yeah. That is... Mm, beautiful yeah um i am also a fan of like the 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 turtles you know with the nuts yes inside yes also very good mm-hmm. um i can't i can't argue with you yet yeah. except for the fucking coconut well, uh, well no, no no that that's like an aside i'm not saying i go for those but i'm saying i don't well even the fact that you can stand them is i, I don't hate them upsetting. in the same degree that most people do is what i'm trying to say okay yeah um, I don't know what that is. Other than that, I, I don't know. What what else do you have to add to the uh, the assorted mix? Um, Toffee's fine. <laughs> Toffee's good. Yeah. Um, chocolate within chocolate. Mm-hmm. It's just like cream chocolate inside the chocolate. Um, you can go the extra mile and get like white chocolate in there. Yes. The, uh, the I, I love the kind that has like a white chocolate and a milk chocolate swirl. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hershey's Kisses are always around Valentine's Day. Sure. Yeah. And, and they do their, they have their white chocolate swirl. Mm. That's always good. Every, you know what? Like people talk shit on white chocolate too much. Oh, oh, I am a proponent of white chocolate. I understand that white chocolate isn't actually chocolate. We get that. But it's still sweet and delicious. I'll fight for white chocolate. White chocolate is delicious. The Hershey's cookies and cream bar. You kidding me? Out of fucking sight. Incredible. Out of sight. I think what we're establishing here is chocolate is the best. Pretty much no matter how you do it, you're always going to get at least average to good to great. How do you feel about dark chocolate? I have warmed to it as an adult. Same. It is in the same category as black coffee to me. 
Absolutely. Where I've, I've gotten a taste for it. I yeah. used to I used to absolutely hate the bitterness of it. But I think actually with like IPAs and with mm. you know black coffee, just enjoying black coffee, like really good black coffee. You know, my my palate has opened yes. to enjoying a darker chocolate. Yes, and it's healthier for you. So That's what they say. Probably just shouldn't eat chocolate at probably all. Probably not. <laughs> but <laughs> if I'm ever eating dark chocolate, it's always like it's it's covering a uh, cranberry or a cashew or something. Sure, sure, so. sure. <clears throat> all right. I think that's. I think it's well established that like you do anything fruity with 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 uh, Valentine's Day candy, it's like all right, you're 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 crossing a line. The chalk candy is the worst, Trash. and they should just stop making yeah, it. Yeah, don't do that. Um, I don't care how cute you get with the messages or how um, modern you get, where it's like, oh, it's now it's emojis and now it's like text. Uh, it's give, LOLs. And give me, give me a piece of paper that says that, and then a chocolate bar on top of that paper. There you go. I mean, those those chalky things taste like a piece of paper. They do that you just wrote LOL they do. on. So they do. <clears throat> but we can we can agree. Chocolate is the way to go. Yeah. If you're thinking about. What to get your lover? Flowers and chocolate. I say it's simple. It's it, easy. I say on on Valentine's Day, people get so stressed out about like oh, like if if your if your um if your girlfriend or boyfriend's um, birthday is you know March or April, you're like fuck. There's fucking Valentine's Day, and then I got to do their birthday. Keep it simple yeah. on Valentine's Day. Chocolate, flowers. Do something sexy, maybe. My my thing is always for Valentine's Day because my love language is acts of service. Yeah. So therefore, my my go to is always to make my significant other like a dinner. You know, perfect. It's something I enjoy doing and I enjoy providing, and it's easy enough. Yeah. You know, you get the ingredients the day before. You get the the roses and you get the chocolate as a a little side piece. And, you know, you say, hey, sit down, relax. I'll put some music on, put some candles on. I'll make you a nice dinner. We'll have some wine and enjoy this this meal and your dessert. Yeah. And, and, and it's easy as that. You don't have to go all out, get them some Tiffany bracelet or some shit. Right. You don't have to do all don't that. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. Because, <clears throat> number one, you don't have to do that. Number two, you are setting the bar really high for all <laughs> of the fucking thing, uh, Valentine's Day to come. Yeah. Treat Valentine's Day as the day to set all of your inhibitions aside and go, I'm going to do something really romantic. It's going to be cute. Yeah. But don't overthink it, man. If you're, if your significant other doesn't like mushy, gushy stuff, then just fucking watch a movie or sure. something. Cook, like spend you said, time. cook them, to spend time. That's, That's all it. it is. That's all just it is. make sure you make it about them. The I, reason yeah. that you're doing this is like, I want to do something. It's Valentine's Day. I want to do something special for you. Let's watch your favorite movie. Sure. But but don't ask them. Find that out throughout the other rest of the year. Good point. And then you bring that out. <clears throat> Good point. I find most of the time people appreciate when you bring something out surprisingly yeah. that you just caught on to over yeah. time. Leave a little note for yourself. Yeah. You know, I feel like that helps out a lot. And if hey, there is no shame. There is no shame in taking notes in a relationship. Absolutely not. No, it helps. It helps. Be it, smart. Yeah. Don't try to. Don't overthink it. Be smart. If you don't. If some. If uh, your significant other says something that you're like, I'm. I should remember that. That seems pretty important to them. Write it down. Sure. There's no reason not. 
to write it down. I notoriously have a terrible memory, and it's gotten me in a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So I highly recommend. There's no shame in it. No shame. Write it down. Write it down. Put it in a Google Doc. Put it in a Google Doc. Uh, put it in a, a iPhone reminder. Put it in an iPhone reminder. Yeah. Just to let yourself know let ahead yourself of know. time. Ahead of time. Um, yeah. I, I I feel like if if your significant other is so materialistic that they they're upset that it, they didn't get like jewelry or something of value. Mm-hmm. Um. They're probably not a very good person. Guess what? They're not the one. Yeah, yeah. You might have that. You might have uh, uh, stumbled on a pretty, pretty big red flag. Yeah, yeah. So you should you should probably take a step heat. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bud. <clears throat> We're closing in on the three hour mark. So Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here, please. Um, before we get out of here, we have to review these brewskis. Sure. Luckily, both of them are from the Prosperity. Uh, brewing. Oh, Uh-oh. <laughs> Luckily, both of them are from Prosperity <laughs> Brewing, and they're both IPAs. One being a hazy, one being a regular IPA. Mm-hmm. Let's do the hazy first. Yes, That's yes. how we started the episode. Obi, what did you think? Um, well, I I appreciate it for being uh, exactly what it says, which green is screen. a green screen hazy IPA. It has a very hazy IPA classic flavor. They don't add any fancy apricots or, you know, uh, cumin to it. Cumin. (laughs) (laughs) The the first spice that came to mind. They didn't put any turmeric in this? No turmeric, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, But, you know, it's a a pretty basic hazy IPA. It's what you expect. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't fault it for that. It's very solid. I'm going to give it a 4.5. I feel that. I'm gonna give it a four. I agree with you. It's 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 it doesn't it doesn't go above and beyond. It's it's, but I think that's a little bit to its detriment that it they don't try to do a little bit more with it. Uh-huh. Um, I, I <clears throat> blame it on my caveman palate, but pretty indistinguishable from any other like decently tasting hazy IPA or honestly an IPA for that matter. Yeah, it it was it was, it's good. I'm gonna give it a four. It's not. I mean, you know, you're out there and you're drinking these. Uh, you can't, especially if you're at Prosperity and this is on tap. It's really good. I would yep. go with it, but I'm gonna give it a four. Okay, four, four and a half. Yep. And then <coughs> the Clutch Plate IPA. Their, I want to call it their flagship IPA, but it um, is. It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to call it their flagship IPA because it is. What'd you think? Um, I like this one a hair more. And I feel like uh, it's because I enjoy that traditional IPA flavor that just kind of cuts through. Yep. Whereas the hazy felt a bit more diluted in a way, softer. Mm-hmm. I like the direct punch that the clutch plate has. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you have to give bonus points for, you know, the inclusion of tank. Yep. In the advertising, <coughs> um, and I mean, it's it, again uh, similar to the green screen. It's a very traditional flavor, but I like it a lot. So I, now, um, before you, can you look at that? I think tank is on that one too. Oh my God, he is. 
Uh, so I, I think <laughs> that they are sneaking characters in their own uh, cinematic universe because <laughs> I don't know who that is, but he's hiding there. Oh, there's a guy in the hops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I think that uh, that's a okay. thing. Um, Interesting. And I love that. Yeah. So I just I saw that out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> while you were talking and i was like is that him on that one that's too? incredible yeah so i think they're pretty new to canning their beers well it's a good start when i first went there they only had stuff on draft mm. so i think they're advancing which is great yeah. I, I think they should you know get some more notoriety especially in the area yes. um but yeah all that being said i i enjoyed this one just a hair more so that's why i'm gonna give it a 4.75 4.75 <clears throat> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm. Uh, God, I, I hate to do it, but I'm, I'm liable to agree with you on that one. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm going to give it a, 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 a hair more mm-hmm. than the uh, green screen. I'm going to just go ahead and give it a four point five. Okay. Uh, because I, I agree. I think it's, it's, um, it's that traditional IPA flavor that, like you said, it, it, it cuts through. It's that bitterness, but it's not. It's that. Um, it's, it's that. It's that bite mm-hmm. right at the back. Yep. Right? It's nice. It's nice. It is. I, th- I think these pair very well together. Yeah. You have this first, and then this is like the icebreaker afterwards. Yeah. You know? This is very smooth and, and kind of like soft, and this one cuts through it. Yeah. It's, it's nice. I don't know. Yeah. I enjoyed <clears throat> I enjoyed the pairing. What we can say is Prosperity, very, very solid brewing company. Uh, continue to do what you guys are doing. Um, you're doing it well, and we're excited about what you guys have to come. So, uh, four and a four and a half for the green screen, and a four and a half and a four point seven five for the clutch plate mm-hmm. for Prosperity Brewing Company. Um, good job, guys! Thank you um, for providing the beer. Let's get the fuck out of here, please. <laughs> This has been the One Baron Podcast for myself, Marco Dupa, for Adam Obesius Rodriguez. I love you. Thank you guys for listening. Drink delicious beer. Like, share, and subscribe everywhere podcasts are listened to, sold, watched, enjoyed, drank, and all that other jazz. Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful Drink delicious beer and have a beautiful week. Go check out Tank. He's, he, he's awesome. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. I'm going to keep that in. You should. <laughs>